birthday to me. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday, talking bollocks. Happy birthday to me, us, them, all of you, everyone, yes, Whee! we're back, it's 2015, and yes, it is a birthday, it is one year ago since we put out the first podcast, fucking hell, has it really been that long, yes, it has, one year, 365 days, 52 weeks, a lot of did I say three? Yeah, I did. Fifty-two. Basically, a lot of time has passed. We've done a. We've done a lot of stuff. Done a lot of stuff. Not just done your regular twelve podcasts either. I have not been slacking. I've put out plenty. I hope you guys are enjoying it. So anyway, I've got to do this. It's the intro. It's what we always do. So let's do it again. My name is Howard H Smith. I am your host of Talking Bollocks. There will be bollocks spoken in the next few hours because this, I think, my friends, is going to be another long one. They're just getting longer. There's nothing I can do about it. It's just like a fucking habit I can't control. So, if you if this is your first time, hello, welcome, where have you been? Go and download everything. It's lovely to have you on board. If you're a regular, you know I love you. Thank you, bollockers. You are the best people in the world. The audience to this show is fucking legendary in the world of metal. And I mean that most sincerely, kids. Anyway. That's enough bullshit. Well, it's not actually. Let's face it. There's going to be a whole however many hours this ends up being load of bullshit. Um, it is genuinely nice to be back. Um, first podcast of 2015. I mean, it feels like they're fucking weekly at the moment. I don't know about you. Um, it's it's getting a bit ridiculous with all that shit that went on over Christmas and New Year. Hope you all like it. Had had great feedback um, uh, from those of you who do um, occasionally feedback. Had great feedback on the, the thrash metal specials and um, and you guys seem to be loving the. Um, the Jem Howard uh, edition as well. So if, if you're listening and you haven't got round to listening to that one yet, then you've got all these in the wrong order, you dick. Um, but, you know, go back. It's still there. It's lovely. It's ready for you to listen to. And, uh, yeah, check it out. So um, so here we are, 2015. How's it going, eh? How's your New Year's resolutions going? Hey, drinking less? Have you stopped smoking yet? Hey, have you stopped fucking your wife's sister and or girlfriend? Or have you stopped blowing your boyfriend's brother when he's out in the room? Hey, hey, seriously, um, all the best. <laughs> I, I, I honestly don't, don't know where this shit comes from. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, I, I've, um, I, I've, I've picked some realistic um, uh, New Year's resolutions. I've decided I'm going to, uh, I'm going to make sure this year I don't rob any banks or take any holidays to Uganda. And uh, and so far, I'm doing fucking brilliantly on that. Um, admittedly, I've never done either of those things ever before, but fuck it, hey. Um, uh, anyway, look, you know, if you have, if you've got a resolution, whatever, you know, uh, the, these things. You know, some people think they're bollocks. Some people think they're necessary. I don't know. I, I I don't really care to be honest. Just go for it. Do whatever you like. So, um, uh, first order of business. Uh, unlike most shows. Um, this is not just going to be a recap of 2014. Don't you fucking hate that around New Year where every single fucking television show does this recap of the year. And we thought we'd recap the year. And the, and everybody always goes, and we thought we'd recap the year. We thought we'd go through the best bits. And they always do it like they've, they always say it. These presenters always say it like it's an idea they've just come up with. It's fucking brilliant. And no one else is doing this. Which is even more infuriating because... It's the tenth show in a row that's fucking done that. Well, anyway, I'm not doing that. Okay, um, it is. It is basically. It's. Um, it's. You, you, 
I'm going for it. I'm going for it. I'm going. I'm going to go smash it. I'm going smashing it into it now. My top fifteen of twenty. Top fifteen. My top five of twenty fourteen. Um, now uh, I am about. Um, I um, as you know, I did put a call out for you guys to to get in touch um, uh, with all your um, all your top fives. And thank you very much. All of you who did, there was many of you, really appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Um, and uh, I wanted, uh, just wanted to highlight one, and that was Jeff... Um, oh, no, no, it wasn't. Yeah, that's who's coming on next. Fucking how cool is this? Just fucking bollocks in it. That was James M. Oliver, who um, who's uh, who, one of his top five... <laughs> Was uh, in fact, I'm go- I, I'm just going to look it up. I could I could have done this earlier, but you know that would have been professional. Um, uh, I, I just want to pick it, look up his top five, and uh, the <laughs> his um, his fifth in his top five was an album by a band called Wife. What's between? Now I haven't I haven't googled it. I haven't looked up. I just want to say that is the worst band name I think I've ever heard. Wife, although frankly, Steak is also really doing it for me at the moment but um anyway thank you james um and um and ironically um th- yeah thanks for you thanks for your top five and um but oh, james also highlighted something that I-, I wanted you guys if any of you got any ideas of bands that you that you'd like to hear on the show then go for it by the way i know i've gone off on a fucking tangent and i said i wasn't going to be doing the 2015 all right oh tangent that reminds me let's go on off on off on another tangent whilst i'm on a tangent um uh, and i did come up with um top five overused phrases by me on the podcast right and these are how cool is that yeah that's well well and truly done awesome which i say a lot um really really cool which is starting to really really annoy me so um well done if you're out there and not getting annoyed by that um my chat with i mean i can't I just, even when i said it then it sounds like alan partridge doesn't it I, if, but there's something about the way i say chat it's that there there it is it's partridge i can't i can't chat that's all right is it oh, i don't know maybe it's just the word i don't know i'm i'm, I'm fuck knows tell me people tell me um what the fuck that's that's another phrase overused and then uh, and then finally apple cunts but uh, i'm going to keep using that as much as possible um because i i do i i, I do believe that apple are cunts and just to add to that um I was talking to, uh, I'm, I'm on like tangent number three now. Don't worry, I haven't forgotten. I am going to get back to best of 2014. Um, on a complete tangent, um, I did hear from um, uh, from a, uh, a listener recently that uh, over the last couple of weeks, um, apparently the, the podcast stopped downloading and he hasn't been able, he's got loads of podcasts, he hasn't been able to catch up with it. Actually, the guy I've been talking to is John Murphy, who's a stand-up comic who's going to be coming on here soon. But he's he's only just beginning to wade through the summer podcasts. So how weird is this, John, hearing that you're going to be on a podcast that you've already been on because you haven't got to this one yet. Hey, fucking strange, isn't it? Anyway, time. So yeah, um, actually he was saying that it just stopped downloading and then all of a sudden a few weeks ago it started downloading again. So um, um yeah, you know, uh, sorry, Apple are cunts. There you go. First overuse of that phrase of the year. So going back to where I said I was going to go. Um, oh, sorry. Yeah, back to the first tangent, which was 
if you if there's bands you want on, let me know. Tweet me at Talking Bollocks with a Z instead of an S. So it's Talking Bollocks. Um, so you can you can tweet me on that. There's the Facebook page. Um, there is the uh, there's my email at All About the Rock Howard at All About the Rock All About the Rock great website. Get down there. Um, it's like listening to an advert this isn't it just trying to get everything in in the first few minutes um so yeah you can tweet us you can email me facebook there's a youtube channel which is talking bollocks as well so uh you can get on there you can hear the shows there so basically you know spread the love and tell me uh, any just any band it's uh, i can't promise i'll get any of them on and and you know but it's it'd be nice to see just kind of what bands are uh, are coming on there if you could all put and James, I gave you a shout out, but I'm going to give you another one. If you could all be a little bit more, I don't know, creative slash polite um, than just writing "Do bring the horizon," do bring me the horizon. You know, it might be nice. I don't know, chucking a. It would be cool if you could get or I don't know, do bring me the horizon, please. You know, unless you walk into pubs and go, "Give me beer," or "Give me that now." Um, but yeah, if you know, just just give me a little bit of background to go on. That that that'd be cool. Or just you know, I don't know. Manners cost nothing, don't they? God, I'm such an old cunt. Um, first cunt to the podcast, folks, of 2015. So my um uh, my top five um are in this or no no in no order. Sorry sorry. Um. Uh, well, we'll do the major ones first, which is um, a Machine Head, Bloodstone and Diamonds, um, uh, Killer Be Killed, which is a great album, um, and also um, Slipknot, the Dead Bass Player album, <laughs> the um, uh, the Paul Gray chapter, whatever you want to call it. Um, that's three. Now, I'm not going to go into much more detail with those because I am going to be talking to the listener who um, who's going to be on the show any, uh, in a few minutes called Jeff Matthews, and they are three of his top five. Now, that is not why he was on the show. I'll tell you about that later. Um, so my, my, my top two that fall outside of those is, funnily enough, a band who are going to be on the podcast today this episode whenever you're fucking listening to it i don't know um and and that is um destrage and um the album is called are you kidding me <laughs> right uh, yeah sorry uh, i just got completely distracted it's called are you kidding me no right that is the name of the album are you kidding me no so yeah um it, it's it's awesome it's phenomenal it is very different um, it, it, it's, it, I mean, it, it's just, it's, it's just completely, go out there and check it out, seriously, are you kidding me? No, um, it, it, it's a, it's a great album, it's on Metal Blade, it's, um, it's insane, it really is, I mean, it is, it's like, I, I'm not gonna say like a, a, a crazier version of System of a Down, maybe a bit more metal than System of a Down, but, but very, more chaotic than that, so, but it's awesome, I mean, it's very easy to put stuff out like that and, and for it to be, um, oh, it's novel and it's interesting, but ultimately not have any depth and not, you never want to go back and listen to it that much, but, uh, yeah, Death Rage is total ass. um, so yes, check that out. And um, uh, the other album in my top five is, and I, I, I don't know how it's done it, but Mastodon once more around the sun has has sneaked in there. I'm, 
I've it's really really taken its time, but finally it, it it's it's nailed me down. I, mean, I love the Hunter, the previous album, and I wasn't quite sure about um about this, but it it, it has worked its way in there. Um, so there you go. That is that's my top five, um, and I, I've kind of skated over that a little bit because obviously I am going to be talking to uh, to Jeff about that in a minute. So there you go. Um, so what else been going on? Um, oh, got uh, I got Scott Ian's autobiography for Christmas, which is very cool. Also got a Dead Kennedys book for Christmas, which is very cool. Um, I've only got uh, I've only got about fifty pages of the Scott Ian book to read. Actually, it's really good. It's very interesting. Um, he he definitely has a certain kind of a, a, a definite way about him, um, and a, and, a, and a pretty cool way of writing. It obviously he's not written himself; he's written with somebody else. Um, but yeah, no, it's 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 cool. It's definitely worth a buy. Um, I really I'm I've really enjoyed it, and I must admit I will be. Um, it's I'll put it this way: it's one of those books where I'm getting to the end of it, and I'm thinking, oh shit, it's it, it's going to end already, and that's obviously a good sign. Um, uh, and what else? oh they uh, the top 20 highest grossing live acts in the states was released and uh, and i was just flicking through it right and um I, I, and i just thought this was quite a funny coincidence that at number at number 16 out of 20 was in the top 20 was motley crew and number 15 was walking with dinosaurs <laughs> and, I, and i couldn't help but think uh, isn't that the same fucking thing? I mean, Christ, Mick Mars looked like he was eighty back in the day. Come on, I mean, uh, it's it's a, it's an absolute feat that the guy is still alive. I, I'm I'm utterly amazed. I really am. But um, yeah, yeah, uh, it, it is pretty. But it is pretty much walking with dinosaurs, Motley Crue. If you think about it, um, what the fuck was that? It's mental dog outside. Um, so um right okay a, a couple of things i wanted to ad- a couple of things i wanted to address um it, it seems that my comments about um about women frontmen in metal um seem to have been well not misconstrued but a lot of you've did, well not a lot oh fuck it just spit it out howard you fucking annoying cunt um uh, i'm just getting um a, a little bit of feedback that people seem to think that um that i've got a problem with women that i've got uh, that i'm a sexist um there was a particular comment on the facebook page um uh, a, a couple of weeks ago that was um that that, that highlighted this to me and uh, i just wanted to make it perfectly clear i've got absolutely no problem with women in any way shape or form in in industry and and to give you an idea of this, the management that we are, I say we, Acid Rain, the, um, oh, fucking hell, yeah, I forgot to do all that shit up at the top, didn't I? Yeah, uh, do stand up Keith Platt, used to sing an Acid Rain, oh, fucking too late now, isn't it? Anyway, yeah, what a cunt. Um, that's three cunts, four already, brilliant, awesome, years going well. Um, no, I, yeah, so anyway, um, the, the, the company we're talking to about uh, managing us, and we're pro- well, we're almost certainly going to go with virtually we're there. Um, uh, I, um, our manager is a is a woman, so I, I you know I really have not got a problem. Please don't put me in that bracket of. Um, or another way of putting it is um, don't see the fact because there's there's definitely something, and I'm sure you've all probably noticed this when you're having a conversation with somebody, and all of a sudden. It's called when people try and um, project their problems and they project their um, thoughts and their beliefs and the things that they're fucked up about and they project them onto other people. So whether or not that is other sexists taking 
uh, my line about female vocalists and going, oh yeah, he's one of us, and just assuming I am, which I'm not. I don't know. But anyway, look, I've, I've gone fucking way too deep into that, haven't I? Jesus, get a life. Um, so anyway, look, yeah, that's it. Basically, don't extrapolate that I've got that. I, well, I have got a problem with women frontmen. Women frontmen. Fuck. <laughs> Fucking hell. If that doesn't sum it up right, I've gone on and on and on about how I'm not a sexist. And then and then I go, women, I haven't got a problem with women frontmen. No, them titted blokes are all right. <laughs> oh, dear me, my apologies. <laughs> my apologies to any women listening. I wouldn't know if you are or not because you never reply to my message to let me know if there is any female listeners but if there is and if you're out there I, I apologise for that fucking hell um, so yeah anyway look um, uh, yeah don't extrapolate the fact that I don't like any uh, women um, fronting metal bands at the moment I mean and I'm well aware I'm well aware that, that I'm in a minority I'm well aware I'm not getting it I was at the Arch Enemy show with their 15 endings to that fucking gig and, and people were loving it people were lapping it up I couldn't believe it, but they were. So, you know, fair play. Absolutely. You know, and, and I'm missing out. And I, I'm hoping one day, one day soon, that um, I am I am going to find that band with a female front woman that's going to, you know, make me change my opinion. But just, just not down at the moment. Um, and um, another thing, funnily enough, God, a lot about the, the Facebook page and tweets and stuff like that. Um, um, I've posted pictures, I've mentioned this before, I've posted pictures um, from gigs I've been at on the Facebook page, and all I get is abuse from you fuckers going, put your phone down, so fucking I hate people at fucking gigs with phones, um, and my favourite, get down the front in the pit, yeah, because we're all still fucking 20, aren't we, hey, I fucking hate those comments from people who don't do that themselves, they go, oh yeah, get down the pit, yeah, I'll tell you what, shall I just, I'll just get down the pit, I'm just going to pile down the pit, but I'll tell you what, if you could just stand here and hold me jacket, oh, and the expensive recording equipment I bought with me to, rec- to, uh, to record the interview with the band, oh, and my phone, and my keys, because I'm driving, because that's the only way I could get it, yeah, if you could just hold all that, I'll pile down into the pit and mosh like I'm 12, you fucking dick, um, <laughs> It's, you know, hey, look what I'm saying. I'm an old cunt, all right? And then, add on top of that, I've got a fuck knee that I had operated on two years ago. I don't want that fucking up again. And then spending another fucking three months on the sofa. So, you know, forgive me if I don't pile down the front and act like I'm fucking 16 and drink three bottles of cider and go around annoying everybody. Fuck, sorry about that. Um, and, and I'm really sorry about taking one picture when the band comes on, that's all I do, guys. I take one picture when the band comes on, and that's it. And I'll upload it, and that's it. But no, I still get fucking caned for it. Like, I'm walking around videoing the whole fucking thing. I'm not, all right? I am not. And by the way, if you sat there thinking, oh, you know what, next time he does this, I'm going to put on Facebook, oh, fucking get down the front, oh, put your phone away. Yeah, that's not funny. That's just being a dick. But, um, you know, I know it's going to happen. I fucking know it's going to happen. I don't I don't know why I'm even fighting it. It, it, it is going to happen. Um, but um, there you go. Anyway, look, we're, um, we're coming up 20 minutes. I don't like to go. I don't, don't ramble on too long um, before we get uh, before I get an interview on here. Because I know, you know, obviously you, you, you tune in for the interviews, not for me being a dick. You can. And, and there's lots of it. I do like to I do like to deliver in that department. So anyway, um, 
that's enough uh, female frontmen. Um, let's uh, let's move on to an interview. Um, and and what what more perfect interview could there be than um, one of the bands in my top five of 2014 um, with their album um, Who's uh, <laughs> Are You Kidding Me? No, I seem to have a problem there with their album. Are you kidding me? No. Let's have a listen to my little my little uh, catch up with Destra. Oh, hang on, I can't go into it just yet. Just to let you know. Um, we were supposed to do the interview the night before. It's on Skype, and we were supposed to do it the night before, but they just didn't turn up. Uh, Matteo didn't turn up, so um, I did. They, they rearranged for the following night, and then it really did happen. So here's me and Matteo from Death Rage. Hi, cool. Hello, it's Howard. Uh, that's good. Nice to meet you. Nice, oh. to, nice to meet you too. Um, I, I'm glad you could make it this time. Yeah. Uh, you got so, sorry go on I, i'm sorry about yesterday i just fucked it up i'm sorry about it <laughs> man that's absolutely fine um i um well to give you a little i'll give you a little brief about um um about the podcast i do and everything um uh, which will tie in with um why it was cool us missing each other last night um I used to sing in a in a thrash band back in the day called Acid Rain, an old uh, UK thrash metal band. You know, in the in the height of the old days, um, yeah. and then um, I've been a stand up comedian for the last fifteen years. Yeah, um, big jump. <laughs> well, if you heard any of Acid Rain stuff, maybe not such a bigger jump. Oh, <laughs> uh, I should go and check it out then if it's so funny like uh so you were bonding together comedian uh skills and singing skills uh yeah yeah i mean um it, it's it's kind of like um, which is why i kind of feel an affinity for your band because it's nice to um it's nice to see a band who have a sense of humor yeah yeah no no we don't have any sense of humor but we just be <laughs> dumb what 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 you read is what we mean, I mean <laughs> stupid we're plain stupid <laughs> Excellent. There's there's that sense of humor again. Um so so it basically yeah it was cool because um I had um I had a show last night anyway. So um uh when when you weren't able to um when you weren't able to uh, to do the interview I was able to uh, leave leave the house and get to my show early anyway. So it it's all good. No worries. That's good. So we're even because tonight we're leaving in half an hour for a 10 days tour. So <laughs> Yeah, well, as we speak, actually, the other are in the background, labeling strings, uh, putting stuff on the camper. I'm, I was doing a little bit of cooking for tomorrow. Yeah, it's pretty much. Yeah. So is every, so everything's going on in the background. Have you got is the is the whole cruiser? Yeah, but it's super silent. I'm really amazed. All oh, right. Okay. Well, hello everybody. Um, <laughs> hello. Hello, hello from the UK. Why aren't you coming here? Oh, we don't know. We don't know about that. Uh, yeah, we were just told that somebody else was uh, going along with the tour for the UK. But we're going to meet up and uh, we're coming next time, hopefully. Yeah, cool. That that'd be great. Have you, um, look, excuse my ignorance. Have you um, have you been to the UK before? Yeah, just once for the UK Tech Fest. Oh yeah, sorry. No, I saw that, and I, I, I couldn't get to it. It's uh, like you know, just way too far away from me, and I was kind of like working myself as well, being a, a weekend. But um, is that the only time then? Is that uh, sorry? That's the only time then. I, I, I didn't understand your question. Sorry. Oh, sorry. That's the only time you've been to the UK. Yeah, 
that was the only time we've been to the UK to play. Yeah. Cool. So really looking forward to make it more there because it was a bit of a proof for us to go to such a you know uh, big festival and see how the audience were uh, judging us. And it was good. And it was good. We were a bit stressed about that. About you English people with weird sense of humor bringing together trash metal and comedian. <laughs> <laughs> comedy. Like, how are this guy going to get, take us? Oh, man. Yeah, well, you see, you, if, if, if we'd had this interview beforehand, I could have told you the old, like, you know, heavy tunes and a sense of humor, we'd have, we'd have loved you. <laughs> wow. Well, I'll take it as a compliment. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it, it is a compliment. Believe me, it's a compliment. Um, Ooh. Ooh. In, 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 in fact, the nature of this interview is um, this is probably not going to go out until the uh, the January edition of the podcast. Um, okay. But the nature of this edition is that um, the January edition will be will be me kind of doing a quick rundown of my five favorite albums of the year, and um, and you guys are definitely going to be in there. So it was. Um, it wow. Was, Oh man, I mean, it, 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 it's it's incredible. I feel so lucky that I've discovered you guys. Really? Why? <laughs> we find so lucky that we can be in your top five. <laughs> well, I'm I'm afraid you don't actually you don't win anything. Um, you know, there's no prize. Um, uh, but hopefully, the thousands and thousands of people that listen to the podcast. Um, I mean, I've been I've been championing uh, your your album and telling people to um, uh, to check you out, and hopefully, um, uh, making another appearance on the podcast in January will will send people your way because um, the uh, the guys who listen, my, my audience who listens to the podcast, are uh, open minded, very very cool old school people. So there'll be there'll be CDs purchased. It's this is amazing. We can uh, we cannot ask for more. Really? I, I, well, and I I have my um I I have my I have my CD of your album right here, um and uh, it it sounds incredible. Great job, man. Great job. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's um it, it's kind of like I, I don't know. It, it, as an outsider looking in, does it does it feel like you know uh, Metal Blade? It, there's a there's a big push. Is this like a kind of um, a rebirth for the band? Yeah, definitely, definitely, because uh, we were never signed to, well, Metabolite, can I call it a major? Well, a major yeah, well, in extreme I, music. Yeah, the, these days, fucking anything's a major. <laughs> yes, <laughs> everything that is not a garage is a major. Yeah. So, um, we never uh, had this experience with any big major before, so this is a huge uh, step ahead for us, uh, mostly because we made it over ocean, that never happened. You know, uh, with yeah. Metal Blade, uh, we sent them the first two CDs and we just got this super nice answer that is blah, 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 blah. No, not interested. Blah, blah, blah. So yeah. for the third time, we were a bit lucky for that. Well, Actually, the European Metal Blade didn't like it at the beginning. And then the, the, the um, American Metal Blade took over and um, probably explained the European guys, no, no, this is going to be good, <laughs> listen to that, give it a chance, and then finally we signed the contract. That's, that's so weird that, the, the, you know, you're a European band and the European label didn't get it and it took, and it took the Americans to explain it. Uh, of course, yes, right, it's so weird, we were quite surprised of it, and, well, perfect. Oh, that's, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it, it seems um, it seems like you, you you've really it's it's really taken off. I mean, this tour you've got coming up is is just a perfect lineup for you guys. 
Yeah. And uh, we were a bit sad when the Faceless dropped the tool because of the change of the lineup. They're having so many problems. Um, and then right after, I mean, maybe a couple of hours after, we just had the new the safety power were popping in. And it was just great. It was just, wow, what a perfect <laughs> cabaret of bands. There's so much going on. And... Uh, this way, everyone, every band is from a different country. That's that's amazing. We're gonna have such good time. It's, it is an international metal cabaret. Yeah, a circus going around Europe. Yeah, yeah, because it's like Protest the Hero are uh, uh, have, have got a have got a unique sense of humor. They're really cool guys and uh, and have a have a fun time live as well. I mean, it's I'm I'm looking forward to seeing the the show in um, in London. Obviously, not as much as I'd be looking forward to it if you guys were on there. But um, uh, <laughs> you know, so you you can't have everything. Um, but yeah, I noticed you. Yeah, you're crisscrossing Europe, and um, it, it, it's just if you you couldn't have picked a better tour, really, could you? No, no, we couldn't. That's really? awesome. And talking of talking of the faceless and lineup problems and things, that's one thing I noticed about you guys is, you know, it's it, you haven't had any lineup changes, and we will not have any. Like uh, hopefully, I mean, this is just the perfect, uh, you know, chemical going uh, around the members we're just bonding and uh, the more we go on and the more we get on the same level even on the writing phase you know at the beginning it was happening a lot that a guy was coming up with a good idea like a guitar riff or whatever and it was a good idea indeed but it was not fitting the direction of the band and uh, uh, as we go on and on in the present, you know, all those uh, different influences in writing also, they just collide and they just go naturally in the same direction. So everybody pops out with stuff that is vestige oriented. And this really means that we're working well uh, together and we don't want any lineup change. Of course not. We're just like brothers. We're going around in a camper now, like a big family. And we're doing the cooking all together. Have you managed to uh, have you managed to uh, fix a, a wood burning pizza oven to the back? Now this time, but we're working on it. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. <laughs> when, when you when you play London, yeah, you've got to come to my house and cook me some proper Italian food. Yeah, that is amazing. We will. We will. Great. Okay. We'll fill. We'll we'll film the whole thing for the podcast and for your uh, for your, for your website as well. Yeah, let, let, let's do a cooking session with podcast. Why not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could, we could do, we could, we could maybe uh, blend the two, and we can actually create our own, our own cooking show. Yeah, yeah we should. We should. Are, are you passionate about cooking? Um, I am, although, um, although, uh, unfortunately, um, because English, yeah, 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 don't start that. <laughs> uh, you food snobs. Um, I um, <laughs> no, I, I am. Yes, I am. I am passionate. Yeah, yeah, I am passionate about fish and chips and Yorkshire pudding. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, no, I'm. Um, uh, I I just uh, I just had to swallow a jacket potato before uh, before I did the interview. <laughs> so yes, I do love cooking, but I've uh, I've just made a complete fucking mess of it tonight. <laughs> good, good. But um, and, and and you guys um, I know I know um, I've been to Milan many times. I'm at least sort of seven or eight times. Um, uh, what part of Milan are you guys from? Are you all are you all from different parts? Uh, we're mainly in the northern part, 
But half of us are not in the city of Milan. Uh, they are like in the, we call it Interland. I don't even know if this word is international. It means in the uh, periphery. No. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's good. You should, uh, hinterland. Hinterland, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a word. Yeah, definitely. Oh, cool. We just we just have the same without H. But Italians cannot pronounce H. I, yeah, I I know because that it's that used to be, that used to be my name. That was my name in the band, just H. Howard. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. I used to, yeah I'd like go play in France and they'd be like Howard. And I was like, Howard. No, yeah, yeah, no <laughs> Howard and Howard. It's like oh fucking forget it. Um, we don't have the muscles for that. Uh, no, you just got the muscles for uh, for slinging pizza and making pasta. Yeah, that's it, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Are you guys, um, so have any of you, are, are you guys um, AC, Inter, AC and Inter, or don't care? I I don't, I'm not sure I know those. Uh, I mean the football teams, Calcio, AC, that's Inter. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, we're basically not into that as a band, but two members, which are Paul, the singer, and Fede, the drummer, they're really into that. They're annoyingly into AC Milan, <laughs> which I hate because of the president of the fucking thing. Oh, Silvio fucking Berlusconi. Yeah. And the, yeah, of course. And they and they uh, they have this inner collapse because you know they hate the guy politically, but still uh, they have to respect it somehow to be the president of their favorite team, the heart team, the team that they have been uh, supporting since they were children. So, uh, and it's really annoying for me because it's like, okay, we're going to do rehearsing that night. No, okay, uh, so we're going to drink Chupito the other night and have shots. No, because <laughs> because Milan is playing. What? What? Seriously? Seriously? We're <laughs> skipping on important stuff because the, 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 band, the, the fucking team is playing, yeah. Ah uh, well, you see, fo- yeah, but football's important as well. Funnily, enough, I I support um I support a team called Leeds United, and we've just been bought by a guy called Massimo Cellino. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you know him. He's uh, he's no, some I don't. right. He's some he's some Italian uh, multi-millionaire. He made his money in corn. Strange. Yeah, um, and um, and yeah, and, and he's fucking crazy. It's like we're owned by a character from The Godfather. It is. <laughs> it's it is fucking insane. He, he he bought the club and didn't do the financial due diligence and like and found out that we've got like shit tons of debt and it's way worse than he thought and he's just like oh well you know never mind and it's just, oh, insane absolutely insane but um, uh, yeah anyway look I don't want to bore you with football because um, you you're obviously not a fan no not <laughs> <laughs> but, but 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 it's fun I mean the the story around it like the policy the the the, the romance. Around yeah. it, of course, it's interesting, like everything. It's it's yeah. It, I mean, it's interesting for me. I, I went to, I've been to quite a few games, and the difference between Italian uh, fans and English fans is when the referee makes a bad decision, English fans stand up and shout. And when and and if you look round an Italian stadium when the referee man makes a bad decision, it's just all arms. Oh, it's just like arms flying around everywhere. <laughs> you know, as pe- people are being so making gestures, and it's inc- it's, it's it's bizarre. It's so different. Yeah, I never noticed. Uh, yeah, I, I've been to London to see just one game, and yes, and it will say how fucking lucky you are. And it was the final of Champions League, but I, I was there because I was filming. Um, so I had this filming job, and I was just there. And uh, the company I was working for just gave me this 
free ticket that was worth more than 400 pounds. Yeah. And uh, I was fucking there in the fucking 15th line and I couldn't care less. Too. <laughs> I was so tempted. It, it was full uh, around the Wembley. It was full of, of course, German drunk people which just went there with all the friends uh, even without having a ticket because they were sold out. So they were desperately searching for somebody uh, and they were offering me crazy money like 800 pounds something like that i was so yeah. tempted to sell the fucking ticket but then i would have lost the job <laughs> really good for a client that gives you <laughs> the ticket and then you're just selling it out at the first occasion and go for booze at the uh, pub uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah but having having said that i mean um if you were walking around wembley yeah wow what a lovely place that is <laughs> well it was full of pubs and uh they divided the two teams um into yeah but of course it's not really nice around there okay no it's 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 what is traditionally known as a shithole <laughs> yeah a fucking horrible place horrible place um but getting hey, getting back to the band yeah. <laughs> uh, have you, so have you guys been um touring the states not yet uh and of course we definitely want it uh it's just about when we don't know when yet, but we will definitely. Yeah, yeah, because um, you, you you did quite a few. Did you do a lot of festivals this year? I've been keeping an eye out. Um, uh, or is this going to be now like your busiest time? I think now it's going to be pretty busy, and uh, we're already planning stuff for the future. I I cannot say now. Um, I cannot talk now about that, unfortunately, because they're not hundred percent booked and announced. But uh, yeah, we're well, going to be busy. Well, this this isn't going to come out till January, Matteo. So you could you you know you could just you know, maybe tell us now, and if it doesn't happen, I'll take it out. <laughs> I'll I'll maybe email you. What about that? Uh, yeah, yeah. No, that'd be great. That'd be great. Because the, 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 the Paolo, the singer that we call the president, would kill me. If, <laughs> <laughs> Pre- president Paolo. He's like he sounds like Berlusconi. He'll have you killed. No, no, because you know it's just uh, the cool guy. He never gets upset. Yeah, and uh, everybody is referring to him, like, and uh, well, uh, I'm, I'm, yeah. So we just call him president, and he also loves to be kind of cozy. Like we reserve the best spot for him on the bus, so he can sleep and uh, yeah. Well, get angry. He's he's, <laughs> the, he's the singer. He's a he's precious cargo. Of course, of course, for that. But uh, he's doing a lot of other stuff. I mean, for the band, his. He's having, he's taking contact with pretty much everybody that is orbiting around the band, and he, his eyes are always above all the all the matters, all the matters that are around music. I mean, today bands don't play uh, only; they did so much stuff, uh, and uh, yeah, he's always controlling that. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, just charge, I'm just in charge of videos and graphics, and I do all the shit, that creative shit. Where when it comes to I don't know logistics managing, yeah, present part. <laughs> when it comes to I don't know, be nice to people and talk nice if there's a problem, present part. Yeah. Well, you're, you're, well, that but that like you said about you know the lineup being being perfect and everything, and and that's. That's incredible. Just you mentioning it there, the way, the, you know, the, the, just the natural division 
um, of labour is, is, is just seems perfect. I, I, I'm beginning to understand what you mean by this this kind of unique lineup that just works. Yeah, of course, everybody has his own stuff to do besides writing and playing music and recording, of course. Yeah, all the um, all the rest is covered by uh, certain people, and we know who's going to do what and when, and uh, it's just working out. In uh, Italian, they have a huge uh, tradition for artisanal business uh, family, uh, run by family, and we're just like <laughs> one of them. Just, yeah, yeah, business run by family. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're hinting at here. We, we fuck up big companies, you know, they collapse, they sell, Americans buy them, Chinese buy them, but uh, small companies made of artisans, and uh, they do the same thing from generations, I don't know, building fireplace, whatever, uh, they're just great, they're just great, and uh, probably this is in our blood. Oh, right, yeah. I mean, building fireplaces. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> is the first thing. Yeah, well, uh, so uh, the the incredible thing to me is that as well is that when you know when you talk about the the lineup um, and being you know very close and not wanting any change, I mean, it's not like you guys have only just got together. I mean, you know, you sound as passionate about the lineup as as say when when I talk to a band who's just had a lineup change or something, and they say, oh, you know, this is great, this is perfect, everything's working really well, but it's been reinfused by by uh, a new guy joining. But you, you you guys have been together for what seven years now. Uh, let me think about it. Maybe more eight. Yeah, seven eight years. Wow. Yeah, and the last one who made it in the band is the sound engineer, um, and uh, he also recorded our album, so he's always touring with us and stuff, and it took a while, you know, once uh, some, once uh, a small group of people know each other so well, then it takes a while for somebody else to fit in in a perfect way, and now... It's just a larger family. So I will never change that. I will never change that. Having somebody replacing somebody else would destroy us. <laughs> yeah. In terms of mood, in terms of, in terms of so much. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, well. That, that's so refreshing to hear. I have to say because especially in the in the current climate of members seem to be interchangeable in bands and 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 the, the uh, there seems to be a very sort of um well you know uh, members not going on tour and being replaced by somebody because of you know various reasons and there's there's just a you know a lot of i'm going to sound really old here but there's just a a lot more kind of changing around than there used to be back in the day whereas yeah. whereas you seem to be uh, have well but yeah man, a much more traditional um holistic approach yeah from that point of view i think we're more like like the bands back in the days just like you said passionate about the unity of the thing holistic approach i like that yeah, yeah, because it's it like, like you it, when you see. I mean, I, I'm obviously I've only sort of come to your come to the band um, to discover the band since the last album. But having uh, having kind of entered your world, it 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 seems like yeah. You, to use that word again, that holistic approach, everything kind of links together. You know, there's it's quite clearly thought behind it. There's 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 passion. There's there's there, everything seems just like I said to be to be linked, and it, it's like this big jigsaw that, that from afar looks like a bunch of strange pieces, but when you get closer, it it fits perfectly. Uh yeah, I, I must say I agree. You definitely 
Yeah, you definitely need to spend some time. Uh, I mean, our CD also is not the easiest to listen. But after a couple of listening, then you find the glue that brings the pieces together. Yeah. Yeah, and it and it happens. It happens in um in a in a unique way, and everybody experiences it differently. Like you know, you some some people will will, will you know get into one song first and go like, well, you know, yeah, they, it's quite hard work to listen to, but but those two songs, are, you know, I've I've got I like those straight away, and then a few more listens, it's two more songs, and the more you listen to it, before you know it, oh wow, it turns out I like the whole album. Oh yeah, that's good. So you've been switching the favorite song uh, further in the listening. Well, which song did did you like the most at the beginning? Um, I, I think what um, well, funnily enough, I was um, I was listening to the album um, just before we we did the interview. I was um, uh, I was listening to it, and I, I, um, my green neighbor was was what I kind of first caught on to. Yeah. Um and um uh, uh, but but then and and of course well the the opening track, you know, destroy create transform. Uh, I mean that the first time I heard that I just didn't know I, I was like what the fuck. <laughs> um I mean I'd heard my green neighbor and I thought I knew what to expect and then I bought the album and put that first track on and like by the end when it's kicking into drum and bass and everything I was just going boy this is going to be a fun ride. <laughs> uh, and and yeah completely i mean it's just um i love um uh oh what's it i love um where the, where the things have no color yeah Abs- yeah. yeah i mean that to me is is just incredible um and i i, I like to play that to people who and say look th- this band is completely nuts so maybe you should just listen to this <laughs> Uh, wow! As a good starting place, I never thought about it as a good starting. But now that you tell me, yeah, it's kind of suitable for many people to introduce a band. I mean, yeah, yes, because it's 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 there's there's just beautiful sweeping melodies, and you know, and and it takes and it takes you on a ride, and 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 there's it's it's kind of. Um, uh, and don't take this the wrong way. I think you'll know what I mean. It, it kind of it starts out, you, you know, the first half of the song is quite is quite for you guys normal. Yeah. Um. And and so uh, yeah, it, I, I mean, like so, I just you know, you you you're in the top five. What what more can I say? <laughs> <laughs> really appreciate that. Oh no, well, thank you. I mean, thank you, and thank you on behalf of all of uh, of all of the uh, people who listen to the podcast as well, because. Um, um, I know I had, you know, I had messages from uh, from listeners saying, "Oh, you know, thanks for mentioning um, uh, Destrage. You know, love it. I've, I've, you know, I've gone out, bought it, I've downloaded it. Um, so yeah, there's 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 a lot of love from Talking Bollocks, which is the name of our podcast, by the way. It's called Talking Bollocks. Yeah, um, uh, yeah that's uh, which is basically what we end up doing, Talking Bollocks. Oh, it's it's really. Yeah, talking bollocks. Yeah, we did it for quite a while. Well, <laughs> oh, is oh is that the um is that uh, that's the label ringing up to say yeah end the interview. <laughs> wait, wait a second, maybe maybe you're right. You never know. Oh, it's President Paolo. Maybe he's upset because we're late. Ah, okay. Yeah, so, oh, wait, go, wait, put wait. him on. Put him on. Oh, uh, it just it just it just. Oh, we missed him. Yeah, we missed him. 
Oh, we missed President Paolo. Never mind. Oh, that's such a shame, man. That's such a shame. Well, we'll get him next time when you guys come over to the UK. Um, we'll um, yeah, we'll do it. We'll do the uh, we'll do a cooking podcast, and um, uh, and uh, yeah, definitely definitely hook up. I, I'm really looking forward to seeing it. Yeah, uh, yeah, but Paolo is really shit at cooking. It was just talking, like, you know, polite talking, punctual, exact, polite talking. Saying all the words, right? Eh, it's gonna be good, and I, I'm gonna do the the, the, the the cooking and the bullshit thing. Ah, uh, right, okay. <laughs> he loves inviting us guys to, to to have dinner for some reason because he's like, hey, everybody comes to my place and we have dinner. Then he opens the fridge and it looks like the the the, the, the fucking Gobi desert. There is some parmesan <laughs> ketchup, huge fridge, empty. You know how how sad is that? And then we're gonna be like, oh, what are we gonna eat? With pasta? Oh, with what? With with, with butter? <laughs> 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 okay, okay, enough. Um, I'm really happy when somebody tells us that uh, he loved the album and uh, he got passionate about it because you know when when we write our music, basically we are not thinking about the listener. We yeah. It's, it's very egoistic. It's very egoistic from a point of view, but I think it's also very artistic. Like, we make it for ourselves, and uh, it doesn't leave our fingers or our rehearsing room until we are totally satisfied with it. And then, if somebody else likes it, we're really surprised. Like, we're really amazing. We're like, oh, so this thing is as good for you as it is for us. Yeah. <laughs> and then... And then probably, um, uh, yeah, and just like you said, everybody likes it for a different reason. And it's so interesting for us to gather those opinions because most of them are uh, insights that we never thought about. Everybody gives it his own reading. And about that, uh, I, I, I think we're really, we're really happy and glad. Well, that's the that is the only way to create. I mean, you know, it's, it, it's I'm I'm very much the same with my comedy. I can I can only I can only write what I think is funny, what I what makes me laugh, and and I just have to trust in the fact that I'm going to go out there and do that material, and other people are going to find it funny too, and that and and you know. And, Sometimes they do and sometimes they don't, but you know you 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 work on stuff. But that that's that's how you that's the only way you can create. You 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 must you have to create for yourself. Otherwise, the minute you start trying to create for other people is when it turns to shit. <laughs> well, it turns to shit, but it's still for many is the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But it, uh, it, yeah, it's um, um, is 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 there much is there much of a, a comedy scene over in um uh, in Milan? Oh, it depends because of what kind of comedian are you? Stand-up comedian? Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. Uh, no, it's not popular. It's not popular for. I mean, we have huge formats like TV formats, but that very that's very broad. I don't like that humor. No. So, uh, I, I, yeah, I've seen I've seen Italian TV comedy. No, but man, that's shit. I mean, but we have some. We have some. You know, smart people doing uh, super nonsense humor on YouTube for their own, uh, but they just stay there. Or uh, yeah, it's not it's not really huge. And also, I don't know what in cinema is called the Italian comedy. Ah, 
I don't know. I'm much more into. I'll say, I'll say, yeah, British humor, or just I don't know. Oh, cool! I'm glad to hear it. Yeah, I love that. Cool. Well, I'll, I'll, um, uh, I'll send you guys some, uh, some links to my stuff as well. You should, you should, because we're gonna like it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, I, I guaranteed you won't like it as much as I like your album. But you know, I'll, uh, even if you, even if you just laugh once, that'll be enough. <laughs> we don't know that. I think we're gonna laugh a lot. Uh, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Just yeah. Please send over. Yeah, I will do, man. I will. Do. I'll send you. I'll send you a link as soon as um, I click off on Skype. Although it might be quite difficult to understand because um, I do a character and the character is a Yorkshireman, so it. it, it you know your english is fantastic but you you may you may struggle to um uh to actually you know uh get what i'm saying but uh, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll send it anyway it won't hurt my feelings if you don't like it but why do you play an accent yeah i do i i i, I perform a character yeah, so and, and and the accent is from Yorkshire, which is which is very. Oh man, that's going to be difficult for me. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, it's stra- I, there you go. I know. I know. Don't feel bad. It's okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, look. Um, are, are, are you you must you must be really excited. I mean, this is like the night before Christmas for you, right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome well look um mateo i'm gonna um i'm gonna let you go because i've got i've got to record this month's podcast now um but it's been look it's been lovely talking to you um thanks for thanks for making today happen um it's really cool of you especially when you've got so much to do thanks to you howard <laughs> <laughs> hey well done nice i like it <laughs> no thanks seriously Oh, cool, man! Look, it's an absolute pleasure. Um, get, you know, let, let, we'll try and get some more CD sales out of uh, out of out of, out of the uh, the listening public. And um, and look, as soon as you come over to the UK, um, we'll we'll do that cooking show, okay? Yeah, sure, 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 sure. <laughs> well, we didn't talk much of music, did we? Don't you want to ask us some? Uh, I don't know, standard. Questions that interview love like what are your influences? Well, well, this is the this is the whole this is why <laughs> this in this is why my podcast is called Talking Bollocks. Yeah, because what because what we do is we you know I I mean I I had um I had an interview did an interview with uh, Bobby Blitz from Overkill, yeah. and we ended oh, up yeah yeah, yeah the uh, man yeah and we we ended up talking for half an hour about his about his wife's belgian chocolate shop that she, that he helps run in manhattan and and sculpture because we're both into like sculpture and 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 really? shit. um oh. and it, you know the idea is you you just hit the nail on the head when you said oh you know the the typical questions that people and it's like well do you know what I, i'll leave that to other podcasts and i'll leave that to other journalists um not that I'm a journalist, I'm not. I'm just a kind of fan, comedian, rampant ego, um, whatever you want to call it. Um, but the but the 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 idea is, I I I love podcasts, and and what I want people to get out of this podcast, and and seems to be why it's popular, is that um, people feel like they're eavesdropping on a conversation. Oh right, right. You know, they feel, and you know, they just kind of feel like that they're. Um, they get to know people a little bit more outside of the normal what are your favourite influences um, what's your favourite song on the album where did you produce it why did you use that producer Um, you know stuff like that and also I hate that I (laughs) never I I, I just end up you know uh, looking completely dumb you know my eyes just 
become stirring the, the, the void, and I'm like, because I, I never asked myself those questions. I don't know. Like the last interview we were, uh, we went to the, the guy asked us, you know, such long questions that in the end you can you can uh, resume like, uh, what do the public like about you guys? Fucking ask the public. public yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and the thing is, I don't know. I don't know why there seems to there seems to be this you know um, this tradition where where bands just get asked bullshit questions all the time, and 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 it's the the um, you know yet another interview, and yet uh, you know more more of the same fucking questions all the time. Um, and I, you know, I, a, I, I, you know, I hear and see those interviews, so I don't want to ask all the same fucking questions. Um, and B, I, uh, you know, I've, I've been in a band, we put four albums out. I know how boring it is to be in your position. Yeah. You know, so I, you know, if, if you can just sit back and chill out for a bit, um, you know, it, it just, yeah, we would just try and make it a bit different, you know? Sure. Sure. So yeah, That's... that, I mean, you know. That was it, Matteo. It, it, it was that easy. <laughs> it was super easy. <laughs> cool. Well, look, I'll tell you what. We'll do the cooking show when you're in London, and we'll, we'll do another interview, and we'll get... Um, uh, and you bring bring President Paolo along next time as well. Yeah, sure. It's going to be fun. Yeah, well, I've, I, now, now I've heard all about him. Uh, you, you've, got, you've got to bring him along. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> cool. I'll bring you some fish and chips and Yorkshire pudding. Perfect, perfect, perfect. And, and some mushy peas. <laughs> I don't know what's that. Oh man, you haven't lived till you've eaten mushy peas. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe tasty. I, by the name, I can tell it's good. Um, okay. it, it, yeah, I mean, I, I, if I, de- I, I can't describe it really to you, but um, uh, do you know what? I am definitely going to bring some when, um, uh, when you guys uh, end up in London, because I'm based in London. So ne- next time you're Ooh. over here. Um, we'll meet up and it's fish and chips, Yorkshire pudding, mushy peas and cookery show. Mushy peas. Did, 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 did that stuff grow on plant? Um, well, it, it, they, they're peas, as in peas, little oh, green peas. peas. Okay, peas. Yeah, but basically they, they're, they're soaked in, um, in water and I can't remember what else, overnight for 24 hours. And then, you, and then you boil them and they basically become almost like a pea stew. Wow. Okay. Okay. And you and you have that as kind of like a little side dish with with your chips and your and your fish. Perfect. Oh yeah, it's it's perfect. All right, but it's 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 a yeah, it it it's a, an acquired taste. Yeah, looking forward to taste it. Okay. All right. Good. Well, uh, look, send, send travel safe, guys. Link. Send us the link to your show, please. I will do. I will do that as soon as uh, as soon as I hang up. I'll um I'll send you a Skype message. Okay, right. cool. Um, look, um, uh, travel safe. Um, good luck with all your packing and cooking and everything else. Have a great tour, and, um, and and I'll see you in London. And once again, thanks on behalf of myself and everybody who listens for such a fucking great album. Um, you know, and really looking forward to seeing you live. Glad, super glad to hear them. Thank you again. No uh, problem. Have a, have a nice night. You too. Take care, Matteo. See you later. Bye. Bye bye. So there you have it. Um, there was my wonderful 
<laughs> wonderful uh, interview with uh, uh, with Matteo there. If you ever, <laughs> that's a a Yorkshireman trying to explain mushy peas to an Italian, um, really taking it to them on the um, on the uh, on the cooking front. There, you know, I was, I was trying to, I was going to represent for the UK. Yeah, come on, bitches. Yeah, don't be slagging off my Yorkshire puddings and my fish and chips. I'm going to stand up for that shit. Yeah. Fucking let if you could see me right now, right? I'm kind of like I'm sort of I've got all this cocky body language, like I'm gonna try and knock the microphone out. <laughs> We're talking about fucking food, but yeah, it was really cool, really nice guys. Um, one of my favourite bits is like is is like when he's like, "Is that it? <laughs> Are you not gonna ask me about influences and shit like that?" It's just like, "Yep, we're not gonna do any of that because that's not what this is about." Fuck that. <laughs> um, I am gonna try and lay off the. I am going to try and lay off this year um, the, well, you know, I feel a podcast should be, it should sound like you're, um, you're eavesdropping on a conversation because that is, I'm fucking sick of saying it. And if I'm sick of saying it, you guys must be sick of hearing it. So uh, I'm going to lay that one to bed this year. But, um, but yeah, we had a, we had a really cool chat there as well. Um, and, um, and yeah, just the lovely guys, uh, well, lovely guy. They sound like a, like, you know, a total fucking bunch of dudes. I'm really looking forward to seeing them. And I was gutted because as, as you heard there, they were touring with Protest the Hero, which was a perfect tour. And the next interview coming up in the podcast is going to be Protest the Hero. <laughs> and and Matteo gets a mention in that because I mentioned to Rody of um, Protest the Hero uh, about my chat with Matteo. And so it's kind of weird that they both, they went on tour together. They didn't tour the UK together, but they're on a UK podcast together about the tour that they didn't do in the UK. Brilliant. Hey, that's how we like to roll. And obviously, Protest the Hero was in my top five of 2013 20, um, uh, uh, as well. So, um, yeah, nice bit of symmetry coming on in this uh, in this podcast. But I, I hope you enjoyed that. Um, certainly worth checking the album out. Um, and um, uh, so please do. Please do. Um, now, um, I, I've got, you know, there's a couple of other things I wanted to mention. Um, I had a little bit, not a pop, but um, I kind of, I, I said my bit about Chuck Mosley a few podcasts ago about him wanting, um, you know, people to help out with his rent and stuff like that. And um, and I haven't, don't worry, you know, I haven't gone fucking crazy. Um, but what I have done is um, I, I've not rediscovered because I knew it was a fucking great album, but introduce yourself faith no more man what an album there's some riffs on there there's some fucking riffs seriously um you know if if you've got in if you've never bothered with introduce yourself please do okay and and now is an era where you really have got no excuse for not at least giving it a try you know it's on youtube or whatever give it a listen um and and look yeah, and oh, he's a terrible singer. Yeah, but one terrible singer to another, <laughs> he's not that bad. Um, uh, so, you know, I'm not helping you out with a rent, Chuck, but I'm trying to help out with your reputation. It, it, look, he is a, a one of a kind. And, and yes, sure, some of his vocals are like bordering on out of tune and stuff like that. But um, it, 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 without him, there is no there is no real thing. There is no band for Patton to join. I mean, you know, he was their first two albums. Um, first album, not that keen, but Introduce Yourself is, is a great album. And I really do suggest that, um, you know, fucking listen to it. And it reminded me of what a great production it was. And of course, that was Matt Wallace who produced it. And insanely enough, we actually approached him to produce The Fear. Sorry, I say we, Acid Rain, band um, I used to be in who are making a comeback this year. So I'll be in again. Uh, keep an eye out, kids. Um, 
And um, yeah, we actually approached him to um, to to produce the fear and to record the fear, but, um, but it was going to cost more money to get him over to the UK than we had for the album. Uh, so basically, we could <laughs> we could afford his, we could afford to fly him to the UK, shake hands with him at Heathrow, and then <laughs> and then put him on the next plane back. That's all we could afford. So uh, yeah, that never happened. Um, uh, well, oh yeah, a, a tip here: get yourself onto Amazon. There's a link on the Facebook page already, which, funnily enough, inspired the uh, "Wow, you promoting something by a woman" comment, which was very funny from uh, our fucking forget, true belief dude who comments on there. Thank you very much for that, mate. It did make me chuckle. Um, so yeah, it's um, it's a book available on Amazon um, it, uh, everywhere. So go fucking look for it. Download it. It's dirt cheap. Um, it's by obviously I'm in it. You know, <laughs> I'm not going to plug a book I'm not in, am I? Well, actually, that's bullshit because I'm, I'm not in Scott Ian's book either. Well, I haven't got to the end yet, but I'm not going to be in it. Um, so, so anyway, yeah, I'm, I'm fucking tangent cunt. Sorry. Um, it's called Back in the Metal Days. Um, it's by Isa Brutal or Lisa Brutal. It's it, 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 she is um, she's Italian. She's a lovely lady who I met um, uh, when I was on on tour with um nuclear assault and dark angel back in 89 and we met and um i helped her out she she needed um, a bus fare train fare or something like that um to get from one country to another and i helped her out with that or whatever i'm not going to spoil the stories um it's really cool if you're just into metal the, uh, the the translation isn't brilliant but it's not a fucking problem but if you're just into reading and and like about what it would have been like to be um, living in Italy and into metal in the 80s. It's certainly worth um, a listen. But she's a really talented girl. I mean, she was in a band. I don't know if anybody can remember um, Coldface. They were a metal band from back in the day. All female metal band. Hello, female metal musician. I was hanging around with her, hanging out with her. Yeah, in 1989. Hello, not a sexist. Um, All female metal band. And they were really cool. And we... um, uh, we hung out. They came on the. Uh, they they actually stayed on our bus. Uh, not like that, you dirty bastards. They stayed on our bus and came to the next gig in the next country, and we just hung out. And they were they were really really cool. And I have I have not seen her um, since that that tour. And it's bizarre because we're friends on Facebook, and I feel like I know her really really well, a lot better than I do. But it's because we shared this this the, these times back in the day. So so please do look for it. Um, it's Isa or Lizza L. I think it's L S A brutal. The it's called Back in the Metal Days. All you need to do, right, is go back in the metal days, and you know, just check that out. Okay, check it out on Amazon. Just search Back in the uh, Metal Days. Um, and you know what? What's really weird? I got so check that out. I just got a um uh, a message i've got facebook uh, app on this new laptop because it's windows 8 and i've left it open by accident so sorry but i've actually whilst we're recording you know i uh, said earlier about james about james oliver just writing do me bring the horizon and i, I wasn't too impressed with that so i did sarcastically because i will always you know sarcasm guaranteed folks if you interact with me um I did say, I, I did post on there saying, well, I'll have to, seeing as how you ask so nicely. Lots of sarcasm. And James Topman, this is a bit weird for you as well, isn't it, James? Because you're now listening to this, but you've already done it. Um, has just posted, thank you, kind sir. 
Now, how fucking polite is that? Totally over the top and and over polite. And rightly, um, you see, I wasn't nasty. I was just sarcastic. But James, top man, thank you very much. That's made my that's made my day. How how pathetic am I? Thanks, James. That that that, that has made my day. Um, so yes, there we go. Um, back in the metal days, um, Lisa Brutal. Uh, check it out. Do get it, please. Um, uh, another story that was in the uh, that was in, I can't even believe this is this is even a story. Um, Ray Luzier, Luzier, how do you say it? The drummer with Corn, him, yeah. Um, it was it was interviewed and he, and and it was it, it, there was this long spiel about how um, downloading you know illegal downloading is terrible for music and killing it. And I was like, fucking hell, is it nineteen ninety up in this bitch? It's fucking Lars Ulrich's finally got himself an ally, and it's um it's only taken twenty five years for some for another drummer in a major band to come out and go, yeah man, this is bullshit. Um, but you know, I I it just amused me. What can I say? It just amused me. Um, anyway, there's a couple of other things to talk to you about as well, but. Um, I'm going to dive in here with um, my chat with Jeff Jeff Matthews. Now, the reason I got Jeff on and his top 15, and you'll hear us talking about the three albums we've got that are similar, um, which are Killer Be Killed, Slipknot and Machine Head, um, is that I've spoken with Jeff before. He he messaged me through through Twitter or the Facebook page, and he wanted to, because the Facebook page is getting too many mentions so far, Facebook page, Facebook page, Facebook page, Facebook page. and uh, he hit me up. He wanted some information. I don't know what that was about, by the way. Um, he um, he wanted. He just wanted to bounce some ideas off me. He's putting together a website for unsigned bands. And so, if you're out there, if you know any unsigned bands, if you're in an unsigned band, he's putting a website together just for you, for to be able to get your music out there, to to but to be able to reach bookers and promoters and venues directly. And it's just the whole thing is a is kind of like almost like a a social network for bands, but not. I I don't want to call it that because that's kind of lazy, but. I remembered that when he sent in his when he sent in his top five, and I thought, well, kill two birds with one stone because I can talk and extrapolate about about the, um, the the albums that I like, and 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 we can also um, uh, talk about this um, this website. So that's why um, I got Jeff on the show. So here it is. We uh, we only spoke a couple of days ago. This was uh, there's me and Jeff on the phone the other day. Here we go. Swing the can. Hello? Hello? Hi, Howard. Bloody hell, what have you got for a phone? <laughs> I was trying to put it through some headphones and work. <laughs> Oh, brilliant. Well, um, uh, do you, uh, yeah, it, it sounds like it's breaking up as well. Are you there? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. Can... Yeah. Is that any better? Yeah, that's much better. That's much better, mate. How are you? <laughs> I'm not too bad. How are you? Yeah, I'm really well, thanks, mate. I'm really well. Enjoyed our um, uh, our messages backwards and forwards on Facebook today, like neither of us has got anything better to do. Uh, well, you know, I just said it worked living for these conversations, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, way of getting through the day. In, indeed, indeed. Before and you... uh, obviously, our previous conversation about football as well. Uh, yes, yeah. Let's 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 not go into that. 
Um, <laughs> for, for, for you, uh, for you listeners out there, uh, Jeff is a Newcastle fan. So, uh, or uh, as it's other known, a member of the Toon Army. <laughs> Off. <laughs> hey, hey, we all have our crosses to bear, you know. Uh, yes, and unfortunately, yours is a black and white one. <laughs> Could always support Leeds, I suppose. Well, yeah, only the best people do, mate. Only the best people do. Uh, God, how old am I? <laughs> how old am I? Ten. Oh, the best people support Leeds. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Honestly, right. So anyway, look. Um, let's move into. Um, let's move on to um, top fives because we don't want to pe- keep people hanging around. Um, right now, uh, yours is. Um, uh, I, I, w- I will have already explained on the podcast um, why you know why I picked yours and why we're talking. But um, and it and and I'll probably have made um, loads of apologies for our top five looking really similar. Um, but we we've, we've we've both got. We may as well start out with the three that we've both got in common, which is um, Killer Be Killed, um, Machine Head, uh, Bloodstone and Diamonds, and um, Slipknot, the Dead Bass Player album. Yep. Yeah. So, um, uh, which which one do you, which one do you want to do first? Um. Don't mind. I mean. Uh... Go, go, go with Slipknot first of all. Go for the nice easy one. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I mean, I, I kind of, uh, I was a bit, I, I, I was a bit unsure at first because I really liked, um, uh, I really liked, liked the first single that they that they put out, which was a uh, negative one, wasn't it? Negative one. That was yeah. a really in your face kind of song. Yeah, and then the Devil and I came out, and I was like, well, it's good, but I, I think songs like that really show up the fucking horrendous production. <laughs> um and um but uh, yeah i mean aov is as fucking heavy and mental as 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 anything they've ever done it's one of the things I've, as i was going listening back because like i say i, I pained over these top five um and like i say i whittled it down by madeline aov was one of the songs i actually put down as that's one that blows your head off kind of song yeah <clears throat> Uh, it's like Custer on there as well. That's another song that I love. It's a oh, absolutely, typical yeah. Kind of, yeah, it's like the, the siren at the start and everything. In even the chorus on it, you can imagine that being played at a festival with umpteen thousand people all sort of chanting the same thing. You know? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's it, it, it's it's definitely an album with its moments, and um, I mean, I I, I prefer it to. Um, uh, uh, to all hope is gone because for me all hope had gone i thought there was some great <laughs> again there were some great moments on that album but as, as a just as i just found Corey's um uh melodies on that album just to be too cheesy for me i just couldn't hack it yeah i mean a lot of criticism i've seen aimed at this album is oh it sounds so you know stone sour 2.1 and you're like well what do you expect when you've got the same singer and Pretty much the same guitarist, although Jim's left now, hasn't he? Well, yeah, but to be honest, I, I, I think that is, I think that's pretty out of date, because <clears throat> I, I, you know, I mean, I, I was accusing, I was accusing them on All Hope Is Gone of as being um, Stone Slip or you know Slip Sour or whatever, <laughs> but I, I, and that's what I thought ruined the previous album. So, frankly, any John, Johnny Come Lately's making that comparison can fuck off. It's been, yeah. it's been there, for, <laughs> it's been there for years. 
So it's it's it's. I think it's just a bit weak as a criticism as well. It's like, oh look, one and one is two. Like despite the fact that Corey Taylor has come out and said many times that negative one is not about, um, uh, yeah, about Joey. People still go, oh, it's about Joey. It's it's like, well, if the guy who wrote the song is saying it's not, and you're just going to ignore what he <laughs> says, then I mean, you know, it's just it's fucking pointless. Just make up your own theories about you know about everything for fuck's sake. Yeah. But um, I, what do you think of production? Because I do, th- I do think it lets it down worse in some places than others. I did use the the phrase. It, well, it, at at times those drums, it, it sounds like he's got wet kippers strapped to his fucking feet, um, and it just yeah. sounds uh, it sounds like a tramp trying to fight his way out of a bunch <laughs> of soggy cardboard boxes. I think it's better on the heavy on the heavier songs. I think it's better. Um, yeah. But yeah, there, there are the odd moments where it does let it down and you kind of think mm, could have been better but for Slipknot something I kind of factored in for for this is the fact that you know you've you've lost quite an influential drummer in Joey you know people will argue that Tossidy's probably um, one of the best drummers or was one of the best drummers around um, and you've also lost the bass player um, and to still come out and produce an album as good as that yeah. I think that's Something that was factored for me, I certainly factored in. I thought, you know, the things they've overcome and still produce an album like that. I thought, you know, fair bit of credit to them. Um, yeah, I, I agree. I must admit, I haven't, um, I didn't bear that in mind. And when I was judging it, I wasn't like, oh well, you know, they've lost two members, so I'll let them off. It's like, well, no, the album costs the same as the last album, and you know, so. But uh, but I like it. I do. I also think. Um, yeah. I also think the uh, the one that kills the least. That's a fucking classic track. I really like that. Yeah. Um, and 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 yeah. There's there, there's all sorts on it. There's all sorts. But definitely, I saw an interview with Corey, and he mentioned that um, he mentioned that Joey was really good in the studio and very influential about getting sounds and themes and things like that. Mm-hmm. So, and, mm-hmm. and I, I I think you you spot him missing there more than anywhere else. Yeah. Because there's no exactly. way no way Joey Jordanson lets that fucking drum hound, that drum sound happen for a minute. Mm-hmm. And uh, excuse me for calling that a drum hound for a minute there. <laughs> my, my apologies. Um, well, look, mo- moving on. Let's do the let's do the next sort of um, uh, the next one down, which would be um, Machine Head, Bloodstone, and Diamonds. Um, I was I, I am still playing this. I'm still getting um, yeah. getting blown away by it. Yeah, the the, the last two albums <clears throat> by Machine Head didn't really do a lot for me. I was kind of like you know same old kind of machine head it was that kind of thing and then when i've listened to this um it's just like the it's not orchestral it's like um violin kind of start to the whole album it starts off really slow and eerie and i was just thinking what the hell is it and it just builds into this awesome sort of song and i was just like that's not the machine head i remember he's describing now we die kids um (laughs) i was just telling the listeners that you were describing now we die (laughs) yes yeah, <laughs> I'm um, still at the point where I don't remember album uh, song names off the top of my head, but that was just neither do I. I've got neither just... do I. You know me; I haven't got any memory. I've got the fucking disc in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> but that just sets the tone of the album, and uh, Rob Flynn, right the way through, it's like he's his vocals aren't always in your face. He's suddenly found this sort of softer tone to his voice, which kind of gave him a different kind of aspect to the whole album and I was kind of just like wow you know it, it was just something completely different from well not completely different but it was like a 
slightly different twist to the album that I've not really seen or really was used to from the, the previous two, you know? Well, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll start <laughs> back from the beginning of what you were saying. Um, I hated the Blackening. I hate that more than Supercharger. It's the worst Machine Head album for me. I think they disappeared up their own arse on nearly every single fucking yeah. song. I, I just, I don't even own a copy. It's the only one I don't have. Um, mm-hmm. re, re, um Unto the Locust, I, I did prefer that. Um, I thought it was a good album. I thought it was better than the Black. And I thought, oh, this is more like. But this is just fucking. For me, this has got this so-called epic nature that I just didn't see in the Blackening. And it's kind of like they've taken like the, that epic, the epicness of uh, the Blackening, yeah. and the straight-ahead songwriting, um, but in, but awesome musicianship of the Locust, and they've put that both together into this album. Um, and it's got all the standards machine head tropes that you'd want um it's got a fucking horrendous ballad please fucking if they never wrote another ballad again i'd be a happy man <laughs> it's just fucking embarrassing the fact that it starts with rob flynn as well going oh it's just fucking awful terrible yeah. terrible it's not even a song it's a joke it's it's just oh no <coughs> excuse me um but there's but but, but there is also i must admit <coughs> Excuse me. Um, I've got any Baileys. Um, <laughs> um, uh, there, but there is also um, the the machine head tradition. I'm gonna have to get a drink here. Sorry. <coughs> oh, dear me. Sorry about that. Oh dear. Um, the machine head tradition of um, song intros that go on for about a minute and a half, two minutes, and then the song starts. Yeah. For me. For me, that is starting to get a bit wearing. Um, it, it, it adds two minutes that are completely unnecessary onto Game Over. Um, it adds. It, it does the same to. Um, oh, was it, uh, the thing, to, the it, thing is, once, once they get into these songs, they are good songs. Though that's the thing. It's oh no, I, I I totally totally agree. But personally, for me, I mean, Incomes of the Flood is a great song, but there's ninety seconds of just pointlessness on the front. Total yeah. pointlessness, and and for me, I just I, I can always imagine right. Just imagine if that track went straight into that track, and the songs were actually straight into songs instead of song intro song <laughs> song intro song. And I I just think I don't know. He's just getting they're getting a bit carried away with themselves. It's a bit formulaic. It's a bit oh uh, what what different weird kind of indie little intro are you going to do now, or is it going to be strings? There's too many strings on the album for me as well. I think. You know, strings are great and they add an impact, but they, they the more you use them, the less the impact they make. Yeah. Um, and, you know, less is more or less is less or preferably none. But no, I mean, it's it, it's all right, but it, it just got a bit wearing for me. Um, but, I, but having said that, even later on in the album, Game Over, I think, is awesome. It's a great yeah. song. And when it gets going with those punky vocals, some review I read said new metal vocals. I was fucking like, Shuddering when I read that, it's like they're fucking. That's that's his fucking punk roots there, and uh, and I, I think that's a a great song. But again, it's about two minutes too long because of a really yeah. just overthought intro that does nothing. If it's an intro that adds to the song, I'm on board. I'm all for it. Okay, you know, choo choo. Next stop, fine. But yeah, I, I don't know. Am I am am I am I talking shit? Do you do you do you have those no, things? No, no, I probably agree with that. Like I say, um, yes, I get in. You can stay on the call. You agree? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
sorry, you've lost my chain of thought. There, sorry, no? sorry. Yeah, I do apologize. yeah. Like I say, that for the opening of the album, it's a great start. Yeah. And like I say, it builds in and bang. But like you say, that probably throughout the rest of the album, you could probably think, yeah, I could lose that there, but. It, for, um, for me, for me, it interferes with the album momentum because I just think if you mm-hmm. chopped some of those, if you chopped some of those intros out, you'd have such a momentum going from song to song, and it just loses it in places. But having said that, it does lose it in places because there's that horrendous ballad, there's the pointless little fucking instrumental that's not an instrumental which shouldn't really be on there, um, and and bits and pieces like that. Sorry again, I, I, I've hijacked your um, your review of it. Um, I do apologise. <laughs> No, completely agree. I completely agree. I um, like I like you, Jeff. <laughs> good, I'm, good. I'm, good I'm, I'm glad I rang you, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> I thought songs like Beneath the Silt it kind of had a bit of a death tones kind of feel to it as well. That's yeah, yeah, definitely, song. definitely. I thought um, it, it's yeah, it's, but it's fucking immensely heavy. But it is definitely a mm-hmm. kind of. I know I know Rob Flynn's a big fan of um, Friends of the Show. Um, uh, oh fuck me. Uh, um, wow! Fuck me! What the, uh, he is legend. That's it. Who are who have some sort of deftonesy touches to them? Have you heard any? He is legend. Um, I haven't. I must admit. All oh, right. Well, if you if you like the deftones at all, it's it's not like deftones. It's definitely different. But um, try um, uh, yeah, try. He is legend. It hates you. It's um, it will really challenge you because you listen to it and go right. Wow. Well, it's definitely not metal, but that fucking guitar sound is metal, and it's just yeah, it's really it's a good, really good listen. Yeah, that's so uh, on my to do list. Now, then. Stick it on your <laughs> to, to hear list. Yes, definitely. Yes. <laughs> um, so moving on to the next one, which is also in my top five, is the Killer Be Killed album. This. When I first heard it, well, first heard of the band getting together, I was like, I must admit, I was a bit kind of sceptical of how are you going to get all the vocals together and the styles together. Um, I thought it sounded, I I thought it sounded like it, a car crash waiting to happen. Yeah, but when you actually listen to it, you're kind of like, my God, that works. It's, it's, yeah. And yeah. It, it's exactly what I was looking for, is a band doing something different. Yeah. And that's exactly what this is. And, you know, I tend to lean towards the song where Max does more of the singing, but um, is it Troy, the, the bass player on it? Yeah, Troy Sanders from yeah. uh, Mastodon. Yes. Um, I like his vocals as well. I thought they worked really well. And yeah. um, it's, it's just an awesome album from start to finish. I just really liked it because it was something so different just because the blend of those different styles all coming together in one place. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I'm, I, I've got to be surprised. Uh, I'm sorry. I've got to be honest. Um, it's, it surprised me because it, it's, it's just hung in there on my, on my kind of listening rotor. And I keep coming back to it and going, do you know what? I like this more than I'm letting my, I'm, I'm liking this more than I realise. Do you know what I mean? More than I'm letting myself like it. And once I actually realise, yeah, I know. It's like almost, like, almost when I let myself realise that I liked it as much as I did, I was like, wow, yeah, this is this is gonna have to be in the top five because it's just uh, the, everything in the top five is stuff that I keep going back to. That that I'll be, yeah. you know, that, that's in your head, and you go, "I've got to play that," and it's just stuff that keeps going, that you that stays with you, and you, and you keep coming back to it, and that is one of these things, definitely. I mean, when I first heard "Wings of Feather and Wax," when it first kind of kicked in, I was kind of like, mm, "Okay, okay," and then the vocals, and I thought, 
it hit the chorus, and I thought, that almost sounds a bit kind of lightweight, and then it suddenly slipped over to Max, and I was just like, oh. <laughs> and then it kind of went back again. Yeah. It kind of flicked between the three, and that's when it that kind of hooked us in. Because at first I thought, this is a bit of a lightweight project for Max to think with, to start with. But then, like I say, as soon as Max kicked in, um, loved IED on this one with Max. Max does yes. a lot of the singing on that one. Yeah, that yeah, one. yeah, that's superb. I love <clears throat> Snakes of Jehovah as well. It's got one of the best Sepultura riffs Sepultura have never used right Definitely. on the front. When it comes in, that... Dun, 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 it's just fucking immense. <laughs> but um, did you um, did you hear what Ego thought to it when I uh, when I had a chat with him? I've listened to him and I can't remember what he said now. Yeah, yeah, he said he was quite surprised. It was, um, uh, it, it was, uh, you know, it's kind of lighter, more sort of, a bit more mainstream than he was expecting. Yeah, I mean that's one good thing that I can would say about Max Cavalier is the fact that he's not scared to try different sort of styles and that. You know, I loved like his nail bomb stuff. I wish they'd do some more stuff. Um, and he's not scared to sort of try something different, even if it's still heavy, you know? <clears throat> yeah, well, and also, the thing is, they say about any performer in any in any genre, whether it's an actor, whether it's a comedian, whether it's a, a musician, whoever it is, they always say, look at the body of work. It's not just, don't don't yeah. look at the highs and don't look at the lows, look at the body of work. And, you, I mean, fucking hell, Soulflyer back in the studio. Yes. I mean, I swear, <laughs> I swear that last album only came out about a year ago. They're back in the studio again. It's, I mean, it's it's phenomenal, the volume of work he's putting out. Anyway, anyway, mm-hmm. moving on here, because we um, we want to get, um, uh, I want to get to the main, the uh, one of the main reasons for speaking to you. Um, what's next on your top five? Um, you've got a choice between... Exodus or Cavalera Conspiracy. Ah, right, yeah, okay. Well, let's go straight to Cavalera Conspiracy because that is an album which, sadly, I have not been able to get into purely because of the fucking horrendous production. Uh, it's more the, the... It's just a brutal album that I like. Production aside, it's just... I liked it. I've always liked the Cavalera Conspiracy stuff just for the sheer heaviness of it. Yeah. Um... I listen to it through different devices. Sometimes I listen through it through a TV, sometimes through headphones. So the the production sound does vary for me sometimes. Right. So that's not something that I've particularly picked up too much on on this one. Have you got the Just Have you got CD of it? I've not yet. No. Right. Okay. Because I know I've only heard MP3 and I've heard some some albums. We hear the MP3 and you go, oh fucking hell, and then you get a CD and it's just such a massive improvement. And yeah. I heard it. I heard enough of it to think. Yeah, you know, I'd like to try and hit. I'd like to try and listen to more of this. Thing is, I put myself in. If I was listening to it live, this is the kind of thing I could imagine myself jumping around to it as a, a complete lunar, which is, <laughs> which, which is always one of the factors when I listen to music is how would I react to it if I saw it live, and it's the kind of thing where I could imagine myself in the pit too, and. If it was something where I thought, yeah, it's a bit same old, same old, but I just love the, the sheer brutalness of it. It's a great album for that. Yeah, yeah. No, well, fair enough, fair enough. I will give it. I will give it more. Um, I'll give it more study. Um, on your recommendation, <laughs> and um, and finally, um, uh, to complete your list, you metal motherfucker. Um, <laughs> you've got uh, Exodus. 
Exodus, blood in, blood out. Blood in, blood um, out, as Steve as Steve kept reminding us during that interview. Because <laughs> Exodus got a new album, blood in, blood out. Yeah, it's coming straight at you. We got a new album coming out, blood in, blood out. <laughs> oh, he's <laughs> dead, he's dead blood funny. In, blood yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm back in the band. Got a new album, blood in, blood out. Chuck Billy, man, blood in, blood out. <laughs> No, he's he's cool. Um, he's cool with Steve. He's not changed a bit. Well, his is a, it's his vocals on it. It's it's made it that factor for me because the last two albums, um, Exhibit A, Exhibit B. <clears throat> um, uh, you were, as actually, be... do you know what? Sorry to sorry to interrupt, but you know, you've just realised there. I've just realised that um, <laughs> if you can imagine, if, um, uh, Rob Dukes, you are on trial. For ruining Exodus with your voice, <laughs> Exhibit A. No, no, Exhibit A and Exhibit B are right here. <laughs> you are guilty. Get Zet back. Um, your vocals here, here, and here. Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't do a bad job. Don't get, don't get me wrong. He kept him alive well, for a decade. He kept him. I mean, you know, yeah. basically, you're talking about the Blaze Bailey of thrash here. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I mean, they were decent enough albums, but Susan's voice on there just—it just ticked the boxes for me, and it just made the album call me an old romantic. But it was kind you of an old romantic. Back to, the, back to the old days of the Exodus and the, you know the Toxic Waltz and that. And that's what it kind of reminds us of. Okay, you know, cool. I don't want yeah, to, no, I'll let you have that. To, I don't want to be oh living in the past, you know. But it was a good album. If a band is gonna start touring again they should be putting music out nothing grinds my gears more than these pricks that sort of get back together just to play their music and not put a new whoa, album out whoa whoa easy easy no. <laughs> you're talking you to, said you you're, have, to, you're talking you to have, a prick here he's getting his band back together you <laughs> bastard and, all yeah, and, all, and said, I'll tell you what we're going to be playing the old shit because that's all anyone wants to fucking hear you said you were writing new stuff uh, well, <laughs> exclusive. There are four new songs written, but um, but that is, they are they're a fucking lifetime away from anyone hearing them. Well, maybe not a lifetime, yeah. but you know. Definitely see, see that was a nice segue into your own promotion there. Yeah, my apologies. As <laughs> usual, uh, whatever the conversation is, I hijack it for my own ends. Well, it's my <laughs> podcast. Get your fucking own. <laughs> Um, all right, well, look, let's let's knock that on the head with the extras. Thank you very much for your top five. But the real reason I wanted to get you on um, is obviously because we've spoken before. Um, and um, why don't you just tell everybody what it is that you're putting together? I'll have I'll have done a little trailer. I'll have said there's you know a reason to get you on, and, and I'll explain a little bit about the the website that you're putting together. But why don't you you right. do a much better job of it than I have? Right. Um... Basically, I got in touch with you back in September last year, really just to sort of pick your brains over something that I've been working on for uh, be about three or four years. Um, he did pick, he did pick my brains, uh, ladies and gentlemen, and there are now none <laughs> left. I'm not even going to go there. Yeah, don't. <laughs> look, I'll shut up um, and let you talk. And it's basically I'm putting together a website to help musicians try and promote themselves now before people start saying there's already ones out there that do this do that um like i say, i've spent about three or four years looking at this um i've tried to make a site that's unique and a bit more geared to make it 
more of a community rather than just another site just to slap your music up and hope for the best kind of thing. Um, in the sense that um, you'll have a section for musicians to create personalized pages, um, you know, banners, pictures. You'll be able to host your music, your videos, sell your merchandise through there. Um, on the other side, I'm trying to create uh, a message board kind of format. I haven't fully worked that one out yet. Um, and then there'll, there'll also be a section for live venues as well. So it's it's kind of making the triangle to sort of, you, you need one of the three to sort of succeed, so to speak. Um, and the idea is, you know, the musicians are going to be a sort of um, promote themselves. You'll have people coming to the site to talk about music, but also be able to talk to the musicians, vice versa, be able to get in touch with live venues. Um, if they're playing a live venue, it'll link into their page. So it's just creating a, a place for traffic and for people to basically come and meet and just talk about music and just enjoy music and try and find new things. Um, also looking to add a page to it for podcasts as well. So um, Ooh, I can, I can think I think of some I can think of somebody who'll probably want to list their podcast there. Yeah, so it, it's because my big a bone of contention for me is trying to find good podcasts. If you're going out and searching for them, well, if you've got someone sort of saying, right, well, here's a podcast about rock, here's one about pop or whatever, you can filter it by the genre and you'll be able to find sort of suggested podcasts as well. So it's just trying to make things a lot easier. And as I say, it's trying to make it a community site just so everybody has a certain level of input to it as well. Okay, well, um, and, and now a typical sort of question that maybe is going through the heads of people listening, but who knows? It's going through my head, which is, so what's in it for you then? What's in it for me? I've always had um, the music. I've always wanted to. Sorry, have just cut it. You just cut out there a minute. You, I presume you said a love of music. Yeah, a love of music. Um, and I've got to a point in my life where this is an idea I've had for some time, and I thought, you know. I had to go for it now or never go, you know, wonder about it for the rest of my life. So I thought, right, I'm going to go for it. Um, I'll be perfectly honest, when the site goes live, there will be no cost to it. Um, but eventually, once we get numbers up, I'll obviously look to try and get advertising on the site. Not on band pages, if I can help it, just on the main site to sort of help the site uh, stay self-sufficient. But... Um, they may be charging enforced eventually at one point. Um, but again, those costs will be kept very low because you know you can pay to go and create your own page standalone somewhere for a tenant. You could probably be able to do the same sort of thing on this website. Again, trying to keep the costs low. Um, it's not in about sort of ripping people off or making profits. I want to be as clear as possible with people. Um, as I say, I want it to be as, tra as transparent as possible. Right? I'm just perfectly honest. If there are costs involved, they'll be up front so people can budget themselves for it. Because uh, when it comes to running a band and trying to manage the funds, you know, if people are taking a percentage here or a percentage there, or um, it's a site based over in the US and you're trying to deal with them, it, it kind of makes clouds your judgment and what you're trying to achieve. So, like I say, I'm just trying to do something um, based here in the UK. Um, it's not going to be UK specific. Um, 
you know, in terms of promoting and marketing, it'll be UK specific, but yeah. uh, bands overseas, any bands who are trying to break it, want to try and break it in a different country, they're welcome to use the site for that same reason as well. Um, like I say, I'm open for people to get in touch with me about it. Um, once um, the site's up and running, again, I'm always open for people to make suggestions on how to develop the site even further because, you know, my vision might not be necessarily what everybody wants, but like I say, it's an open door and if it's something that I think can benefit everybody else, then I would be open to suggestions. Awesome. Right. Well, there you go. There's a call to arms for anybody listening uh, um, who wants to get involved or got any ideas. Um, Jeff, how can people get hold of you? Um, I've set up an email address specific for this. I haven't got a name specific. I've just about nailed it down, but I'm keeping it to myself because I haven't got the domains reserved yet. Um, so my email address for this is music inc. So music inc uk at gmail dot com. Okay, so I would have made it. I would have made it a shorter email address, but Gmail wouldn't give, allow me to make it any smaller. So I've had to type UK on the end there. Right. So that's it's. Say that again. Sorry. Music, Inc. UK. So it's music inc uk at gmail dot com. Lovely. <clears throat> okay. Fine. Cool. Um, well, I mean, it sounds it sounds awesome, and I mean, um, when I was listening to that, I was thinking it's quite it's quite strange actually, because normally I'm talking to people about you know, oh, you know, I've always had this idea of being wanting to be in a band, or I've always wanted to play bass, or I've always wanted to do this, and I've never spoken to anybody who's 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 kind of said, oh, you know, I've always had this dream of of um, of getting into music admin. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I've always Not dreamt fine. of I've always dreamt of setting this website up and it being a massive pain in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest, I've been in a band, we were shit. I do play bass. <laughs> hey, don't let that stop you, mate. I haven't let it stop me. <laughs> and this is just something that's um like I say, it's an idea that started about ten years ago and I've started trying to put it into place three yeah. or four years ago and you know, if it falls flat on its ass then, you know, I've tried, but uh, at the same time, I'm just trying to do something that interests me and hopefully helps people at the same time in terms of cre- promoting their own music career and that, you know? Well, you've, you've been a bit of a shrinking violet about this because you have, I mean, you've done this, like you said, you've been working on it for a while and you've done that, you're really doing this properly, which is why I wanted to say, kind of, you know, get you on and have a chat because there's plenty of people out yeah. there who are like, you know, oh yeah, I'm going to do this website and never fucking do. But I mean, you've, you've really, you've really gone for it. I mean, you've got, you've got, you've got backing and everything, haven't you? Um, backing in terms of, yeah, I've had to get a startup loan for it. So yeah, it's, it's costing me money, man. <laughs> there you go. But at the end of the day, it, like I say, if the site breaks even and it, it sort of self-maintains itself, and I have enjoyment from doing that and finding new bands. Because is it just is it just like, for unsigned bands then? Unsigned upcoming bands. Um, if, if bands are signed on a label and they just want to create a, a small web page to sort of test the waters with them you know it's open to that as well you know so, or, or is there um, or is there is there a way you could like basically so if a band's on a label you could charge them or you go to a, or you go to labels and charge them and they can put all their bands on there or is it is there some sort like, of... like i say uh, initially that the initial idea is it's free it's sort of people on the site people using the site and building its popularity once yeah. it reaches a certain point um like i say from 
for maintaining and running the site because it's not going to pay for itself, so to speak. Um, charging will come in. The, the, the idea is there's going to be three levels of charging um, and it's, the lowest level will be free, so anybody can use that. That would be like a middle yeah. and a top level. And the top level will obviously get preference to, to promotions within the site. Um, but as far as labels go, again, they will be charging there eventually. But, you know, you could have a web page of your own for, what, 120 quid a year if, if you, say, are charging a tenner a month for a record label if they're trying to test the waters for a new band, then... It's probably going to be cheaper than going out and building a whole new page for them, you know. Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, like it, I say, it, go on. Sorry. That's something I haven't fully explored in terms of the actual record labels, but again, it's something I'm open to, and the site isn't going to be genre specific either. It'll be open to anything from dance to punk to you know a man in his kazoo, you know. Nah, <laughs> fuck fuck all those other genres off. Just make it metal. <laughs> <laughs> oh it sounds cool mate it really does and um, and look I'm, I, you know I, I I wanted to get you on to have a talk about this I know we, we've spoken about this before um, and I wanted to get you back on and we and, and I'll I'll try and get you back on when the site's live as well and, and when we've got some more sort of concrete when you've got some more concrete info and we'll get all that out as well how's that yeah that's fantastic mate I mean we're, we're looking yeah, about four to six months until it goes live um, okay Cool. Once once we've got more information um, in terms of names and domains and everything for you, you know, I'll give you another shout and uh, yeah, I'll be happy to come back on and take it from there. Okay, brilliant. All right, mate. Well, look, it's it's been a pleasure, Jeff. Um, thank you very much for coming on to um, on the podcast. It's uh, thanks for your top five and um, definitely have you on again. Brilliant. Thanks for your right, time, mate. mate. No worries. It's a pleasure. It's been a pleasure talking bollocks with you. Absolute complete bollocks. <laughs> Total. <laughs> See you later, mate. Have a good one. Take care, mate. Bye See now. See you. Bye bye. So there you go. That was our uh, that was our conversation, our chat. Um, hope you enjoyed it. Um, and and look, Ian, Jeff's a lovely guy. He's he's really trying to do something. Um, he's putting a lot of time, a lot of effort, and his money where his fucking mouth is. So he deserves a lot of credit. Um, and so yeah, get emailing him on that email address. Um, just yeah, ping ping it off. Tell your friends. Get get as many people involved in as possible, and I'll, I'll get Jeff back on when it goes live. Um, and we'll we'll keep a track of that. And um, you know, it's um, it, it's it's it, the being in a band at the in this current climate, it, everybody needs all the help they can fucking get. So if there's any way any of you guys out there can help bands, then please do. I know a lot of you do anyway, because uh, we're all about buying their fucking shit on this show. So thank you very much for as many of you, um, you know, doing that as possible. Um, but yeah, just help help young bands. Well, fuck, help young bands, help old bands, help them all. Help them fucking all. Um, and, um, and yeah, pass on that email address and I'll keep you informed with them with what's going on with that as well. Um, so, um, uh, so yeah, um, live albums. Yeah. Anyone really that bothered? 
Um, I don't know. I, I I was just thinking it was just a it was something I was kind of. Uh, Craig and I were messaging about it today. That's Craig from allaboutherock.co.uk. Get to allaboutherock.co.uk. Your website for heavy metal and hard rock and death grindcore. You fucking name it. Boogie groove metal growing out your fucking ears. Whatever it is, I don't know. But um, yeah, go there. Anyway, we were we were messaging and um, I said to me live album. Are you bothered? And he was like, uh. I don't know, unless it's live after death or decade of aggression. And he mentioned something else as well. So, well, you know, not really. I thought, no, neither am I. I'm, I'm, I'm really, really not. Um, and, and I, I don't know. I kind of, I don't. Is it, is it just me? Is there, is there anyone out there? Uh, you know. So I don't know. If you're interested, if you feel like it, you know, messages. If you don't, don't. But I just thought live albums are a bit of a fucking. It's a bit, bit shit, really, aren't they? They're always just something that... Well, put it this way, it's definitely not one of my... I could not say that there's any um, uh, live album out there where I go, oh, that's in my is my in my top albums. Definitely that. Not at all. Not at all. Um, but there you go. Anyway, I just thought I'd mention it. Um, and the other thing I thought I'd mention is that... Yeah, okay... This is a thing, right? And 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 I'm I'm I know some of you who are a bit younger might I might sound like I'm coming across like I'm fucking eighty or your dad or whatever. But there's just a, something happened recently on Facebook while I was while I was um, interacting with someone via acid rain, and it really fucking pointed something out to me. Um, and since I've announced the refor well the the reboot of acid rain because it's not a reformation because there's only two original members, it struck me how many people out there read headlines and do not click links and do not actually get not only the full story actually get what the story is this came about because on the acid rain page we asked what kind of what what thrash albums you're looking forward to coming out this year and somebody put sacred reich and i and i said well no i mean i i wouldn't say me and phil are mates but i i i met him a few times back in the day like um uh craig le cicero and yes i am working on trying to get him on don't fucking get ahead of me Right, I've got I've got this shit tied down. Don't you worry. Anyway, um, uh, and and but I know that 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 you know his standpoint is no new material. He's not interested in doing it at all. Um, that's just not where they're at at all. And he said, no, I don't think people want new material. So anyway, um, I said to this guy, look, yeah, that'd be great, but it's it's not going to happen. And he messaged me back a screenshot, and it was a screenshot of the Sacred Reich Facebook page. And it was a YouTube interview, and it said, Phil Rind on the possibilities of a new Sacred Reich album. And I thought, oh, right, fuck, he's got me there. So I went to the Sacred Reich Facebook page, I found the YouTube interview, I played it, and basically, um, the guy goes, about five minutes into the interview, so, Phil, I'm sure you get asked this question a lot, and I hope you don't mind me asking it, it's about a new album, new material, and he's like, oh, no, no, it's cool, it's cool, you know, you can ask me, I, check out my Phil Ryan impression, hey, hey, you liking that? And uh, I'm, I'm not going to do it again. Um, uh, and he goes, so, yeah, and so, you know, new material, a new album, um, it, uh, what are the chances, you know, it, 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 is there going to be some new material? And Phil Ryan goes, no, no, I don't mind asking that question, because there is an answer, yeah, no. He's like, right, so there's no possibility of a new album. No, not at all. Not into it. Not going to be putting anything out. No new material. And I'm like, hang on. <laughs> what the fuck? Are you, really? This guy has sent me a screenshot 
of of because it says the possibilities of a new and he hasn't even played the fucking interview he's just looked at it taken it as read that oh well that means there's a new album coming out no it doesn't the possibilities prime example of it means no so i messaged him back and went have you actually played the clip it says there's no chance of any new material oh Oh, right. Oh, yeah. That's a shame, isn't it? So, for fuck's sake! Jesus Christ! You're screenshotting this shit and sending it to me like, oh, there is going to be new stuff. Look at that. Don't just be a headline dick, is what I'm saying, okay? I mean, look, do what you fucking like. I'm not some, you know, I'm not some wonderful human being who's got everything right. I'm just saying, except on this, you know, if you're going to do your fucking homework, do your homework. Jesus Christ, I mean, look, people... We we announced in about Acid Rain at the end of November. We announced it was a reboot, not the original lineup. And still, people are saying, "Oh, oh, what do you, oh, is it not? Is it not the same? Track? Oh, what do you mean, new, new members? They've all they've done is just looked at the headline and not clicked the link, not gone to the interview, not to not look to be. Don't just read the fucking headline. You end up looking like a dick. Simple as that." This is a rule for life in general, yeah? This is a rule for, this is a rule for, like, you know, if it says don't feed the bears, don't feed the fucking bears, yeah? If it says don't climb into the gorilla enclosure, don't climb into the gorilla enclosure. But, 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 you know, read, read the rest of it. Don't just read the headline. It's like, you see bullshit headline on a newspaper. That's what it's called. It's a headline to make you Go and read it. It's supposed to grab your interest so you go and delve deeper. Not not just go, oh, that is it. That's the entire story in one sentence. No, it isn't. I realise I have gone off on that a bit, okay? And more than I intended to, but that's just that's just the way it is. Anyway, fuck it. Let's uh let's get into the final um uh interview of the podcast. Fucking hell, are we really up to two hours already? Jesus Christ. Well, this is going to be a fucking massive podcast because this interview is about an hour and 15 minutes, if I remember rightly. Um, me and Rody from um, uh, Protest the Hero really hit it off. There's business ideas. There's all sorts of shit in there. It's a really cool interview. It's one of the most fun I've done. We probably could have done at least another hour. We had a really good laugh. Um, and he's a great guy. I'm sure you're going to uh, enjoy listening to this. And uh, and check out Protester Hero. Fucking uh, just what an album. Um, so anyway, yes. Uh, here it is. It's mine and Rody's chat from... Uh, uh, this was just before Christmas. Um, and um, yeah, enjoy. Cool. How you doing? Hi, Rody. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you as well. Um, I'll give you a quick, a, a quick bit of background. Okay. Um, the podcast is called Talking Bollocks. All right. So we will be talking a lot. We will be talking a lot of bollocks. Um, uh, I uh, I used to sing in a thrash band years ago called Acid Rain, cool. um, a, a UK thrash band, and uh, I've since for the last twenty years been a stand-up comedian. Okay. Um, so the podcast is kind of. Half metal, half me, oh, just shouting at the air and, and talking bollocks. All right. Hence the name. Yeah, yeah. Um, and um, uh, right, let's start with first of all. Um, so basically, just relax, chill out. We'll just have a chat. You get it. Okay. No fan questions. No, who's your favourite band? What's your favourite group? We just talk. Okay. Um, and, and first off, I've got to tell you about the curse of Protest the Hero. Okay. Okay. It starts with your last show in London. 
where my friend, um, who had the tickets, got delayed on his journey there due to a security incident in Brixton. Oh. So we rocked up, we missed the, I think about the first quarter of the show, right? Yeah. Then we get to, then we get to this show, and um, as of yesterday, everything, well, as of Sunday, everything was fine. Yeah. He's had stuff go on at home, which basically means he's got some family problems. He now can't come. Oh. He's got the tickets, right? <laughs> and you're here. He, get, he gets to work. He gets to work. He gets to work, realizing he hasn't brought the tickets to post to me. Fuck. So yeah, I know. I've already, I've already said to your press people, oh, I don't need, I don't need guest lists, knowing that that would make it easier for me to get, yeah, to, yeah, get, get to the, the interview. interview yeah. Right. And then, uh, so everything's fucked, basically. Yeah. Um, so just thanks for being here. Well, you're on the list, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, yeah, no, I just talked to Adam, and Adam was like, Dude. I was going to say, I thought I heard you say something when you were coming in. <laughs> yeah, I was like, if, if you, can put, you put me on the guest list, you can call me what the fuck you like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, look, welcome back. It's nice to have you. Thank um, you very much. It's nice to be back. This is going to be going out in January. Um, uh, one of my... F- uh, th- this podcast has been going for... Started in January, and, it, and the, in, in January, one of the first things was my top five of 2013. Okay. Of which your album, Volition, was one of the... Top albums, top five. Thank you very much. That's okay. okay. You don't get an award or money or anything like that. But you know, you well, get... I appreciate it nonetheless. You get, you get my love. Um, <laughs> it's just an honor to be nominated. <laughs> yeah, that's bullshit. <laughs> oh, you always win anyway. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm kidding. So no, no, no you do. No, um, I know, I know, I know we do. I just thought it would be polite to say I was kidding. Yeah, yeah. It's to make it, to make out like there's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I really. You know egos in this room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, there's two huge ones. I hope. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, you'll be. <coughs> yeah, yours is probably still on a leash. Mine's just fucking out there, oh, yeah. roaming around the streets. You're doing really well. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, so this is going out in January. Um, and one of my favourite albums of this year was um, uh, Death Rage. Uh, I, you know, are you kidding me? No, no, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so why, you know, uh, we uh, we had a chat with them, and I asked them, you know, the story behind you guys refusing to let them play the UK. You yeah, know, of course. Yeah, yeah, of course. And he, he explained that it was you, you know, big rock stars. Yeah. And you, uh, you know what? We just we're trying to keep Italians out of the UK. That's well, our big thing. I can't disagree with you on that. Uh, food snobs. Yeah, yeah. I tried to explain to them Yorkshire pudding and 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 fish and chips and mushy peas, yeah. but I know pearls before swine and wine snobs as well, aren't they? Oh, really? Oh, they just think they've got the best because they do. But <laughs> yeah, that's quite annoying. No, yeah. Uh, what happened? Uh, I don't really know. Yeah, of course. Our booking yeah. agent insisted that we put Palm Reader on. Uh, nothing against Palm Reader at all, but uh, he just insisted. We'd never heard of Palm Reader. We were like, we really like these desperate guys. We want to have them on the fucking tour. And then uh, we emailed Marco, our booking agent, just a couple days ago, and he was like, oh, I no longer book, I no longer book Palm Reader. We're like, why, why did you do this to us? It's like I've been emailing Paolo back and forth, just being like, I miss you, man. Get out here. <laughs> oh, that is fucked. Yeah. So it's but, yeah, but that is also the music business. Yeah. Right there, That's in a true. microcosm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but it's, look, it's good to have you back. Now, I, I, I gave you a long bullshit story. Well, not a bullshit story. It's what happened. And so I emailed my friend and said, um, and said, look, as a consolation, do you, do you want to come up with a question that, that oh, okay. I, I can ask them? Yeah. Um, and I have actually, I've got it. This super organised that I am. Um, I've got How long is this question that you had to write it down? Well, no, I, I want to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to. I want to get it word for word because. Um, uh, it, it's because um, he's a poet. Well, no, 
Not exactly. Um, <laughs> he's um, he's quite forthright in his. Oh fuck it. Anyway, right. His question was. After all that, yeah, I'm impressing you with the professional here. Um, after all that, the question was, mm-hmm. we missed like core of the set, and we got there. And then his question was, yeah, ask him why he spent ten minutes doing that stupid fucking dude of the day thing. <laughs> First of all, it was called Hug of the Day. Okay, oh, right, okay. yeah. Fuck him. <laughs> no, uh, I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, we just... The Hug of the Day thing was a lot of fucking fun for us. We wanted to print a calendar at the end of it. Uh, but we just... I don't know. It's not a very good idea. <laughs> but we took pictures at all the fucking shows. We wrote a song for it by accident, sort of. Um, yeah, I th- well, yeah, yeah, we did that. There was definitely that. That song was on the way there. Yeah, when we sort of, by the time we finished the tour, it was a full song, just like every day, just perfecting it a little bit. Uh, but uh, yeah, I don't know why we did it. It was just like some like a, we joked about it once on stage, and then the next day it just happened. But but the thing is as well, sometimes it's like it it it, it almost it keeps you interested, like those silly little things you do to songs when you've been playing them for five years. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And you've got to stay interested and connected or yeah. the show's going to suffer. Yeah, I mean, like, every night we get up and we play the same goddamn songs and it's like, sometimes you got to just, like, you got to put something stupid in there to get yourself, keep yourself intrigued. And, you know, it's not like, it's not like this isn't my passion, but sometimes I just don't feel incredibly passionate about it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and this, and let's face we're human beings, there's going to be some songs you enjoy playing more than others. That's right. And it's going to change round as well. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, this yeah. is my favourite at the moment. Yeah. And there can be a certain song where everyone comes together and it's like, "Fuck it, we're playing that really well at the moment." Yeah, yeah. Tonight, this is my favourite. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Like a lot of people, like they'll, I'll get that question in interviews, like, "What's your favourite song to play live?" And I'll answer really? it, and then you know, it changes down the road, and someone will be yeah. like, "Well, I saw in the facts that I was checking that your favourite song was this." <laughs> I, I think you'll find. <laughs> I think you'll find your favourite song's actually not that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the internet, people telling you what you think yeah. and uh, yeah, what you've said before. Yeah, and there's a dick on the internet. Oh, isn't there always? Isn't there always? I mean, I, I, my, my old band's just announced uh, that we're, we're going to come back in 2015 yeah. and um, it's only been a 24-year break. Um, wow. Uh, yeah, I know, yeah, I know. I don't look old enough, do I? Um, <laughs> Better off. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, really. Um, and um, and straight away, it's like I've got a guy there saying you shouldn't be calling it acid rain because it wasn't just you and a bunch of hired hands back in the day. It's disrespectful. And the only way I could reply to that was, okay, so it has the blessing of all previous members, but not yours. I can live with that. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think really the best way to respond to trolls is just go shut up. Just yeah, shut up. <laughs> I you know, but but being a comic. I, I can't do that. Yeah. It's like it's like a heckle, you know. Yeah, I can't just go shut. It's, I feel like I have to, I have to you know, not only answer it but, but make sure it doesn't come back. And yeah, it's like yeah. you've been so put down, you're never coming back. Yeah. But they'll always come back on the internet, like in person. You know, like I, uh, there's that classic comic line, like oh, I don't come down to the bus stop you work at and slap the dick out of your mouth. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, and that usually shuts them up. But I mean on the internet they have so long to just sit there and be like I'm gonna fucking think about this and I'm gonna come back yes, I'm, I'm gonna google good yeah. comebacks yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah there was shit like that happens all the time yeah, yeah. no you're absolutely right 
Um, so that's my that's my my friend's question out of the way. It's a great great interview. Chastise you for enjoying yourself on stage. That's the best way to start. That's all right. <laughs> um, now, I, I, obviously, you're the you're the kings of um, uh, crowdfunding. Um, that yeah. that Amanda Palmer might have us beat by just a smidgen. Well, yeah, fucking. <laughs> uh, you know, that's my response. Yeah. Now, I mean, that that's. That's insane. For, for for listeners who don't know, um, how much was it you originally wanted to re- for you wanted to fund? One hundred twenty-five thousand is what we wanted. One hundred twenty-five thousand dollars is what you wanted, and you ended up with three hundred forty-one thousand. Three hundred forty-one thousand, and you hit your target in something like thirty hours. Eighteen. Eighteen hours. Yeah. The internet lies again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> who'd have thought? So so that's. I mean, what do you do when that happens? Do you, do you want to like right, start another site saying, please stop giving us money? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like uh, That night that we put it up, and I went out and I purchased a case of beer earlier, and I sat with my girlfriend, and we refreshed it a couple times, and then it just like was getting nuts. And we finished the case of beer very quickly in celebration, and we headed to the bar where we met up with uh, some of the other guys, and... Just got absolutely shit faced and woke up in the morning and was like, "Oh fuck, we reached the goal." <laughs> you know, it was it was incredible. It was I can't really describe how fucked it was, um, but the money went away like that. Right. Yeah. Okay. We, uh, we went to a went room. out. You went again, went out again the following night. <laughs> <Yeah. night. laughs> hey guys, strippers, come on, someone get the blow. Yeah. But we went to a really really nice studio because we thought, oh, the fans will like this. We'll get a lot of footage of it, and it'll be a cool experience for us to really have the opportunity. But it's like, you get the same fucking experience recording it in your friend's basement, uh, just if you have the right tools, right, for a fraction of the cost, and the money just went. Wow. Is there, is there a tinge of regret involved with that story? Oh, we can <laughs> I mean, like, it would have been nice to, at the end of the day, like, take a little something out of it for myself, but I don't care. Really. Yeah. I mean, yes, I want a new boat, but <laughs> I can deal with the one I have now. Fair enough. I Fair enough. I don't know. You don't know, but no. Yeah. Yeah. But that, that's, that's kind of like, that's weird, given what, like, what we were talking about. The, you know, the internet... It hits you with a nice surprise. Yeah, that's right, yeah. That's like, wow, yeah, there is people out there who care and will put their money where their fucking mouths are. And, that's true, yeah. And, and actually do it, as opposed to, hey, we got a million likes on Facebook, so yeah. then we made the T-shirts and sold five. Yeah, the thing yeah. I really like about it is that it fucks off the labels, you know? I mean, like, we we had a bunch of labels that came to us after that because we were independent, and, you know, they'd sit down with us and be like, the Indiegogo thing was really good, but at the end of the day, doesn't really mean much. I was like, all right, then what the fuck are you doing here? Yeah. You know? And we we sat there and we were just like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. And then we found one guy that was like, all right, I'll give you a digital fucking, you know, all your digital rights and I'll just distribute your record. And we went, all right. Yeah, I, I mean, I, and that's, that's, that's fucking awesome. Yeah. I mean, that's, to be quite honest, um, my bank coming back, we've, we've toyed with the idea of some new stuff. And that is, you know, your model is the, is, the, is the model that, you know, I'm saying to the rest of the guys, look, you yeah. know, we should do this. We should, we should, you know, try and raise £20 um, and see if we can get yeah. that figure. Um, but, I mean, that's, that's awesome. So how did you, how did you do the, um, how did you launch your digital? Was it like TuneCore or something like that? Were you? Um, 
I think it's it's just iTunes is all we have now, but we oh, still right. yeah we own the digital rights to our music, so it's like there's no third party interfering there taking fucking royalties out of it. Yeah, no, I used a, a third party site for our back catalogue called TuneCore, and that basically um, for fifty pounds a year yeah. per album, and they account to you, and they and they don't take they don't take a cut. Oh, they right. give you they just account to you straight, but they put it everywhere. Oh so wow! It's iTunes, Amazon. Deezer, you fucking name it, it's That's great. everywhere. Um, yeah, and and it's like wow, 50, you know, fifty bucks a year. Yeah, That's yeah. that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I wrote a couple songs, like just like shitty little pop punk sort of supposed to be kind of funny songs, and I was trying to put them up, but I accidentally sold them to this thing called CD Baby. Oh shit! No, <laughs> I lost the rights to them completely. Oh no! <laughs> but it was funny. <laughs> it's a funny story for an interview. Yeah. At the end of the day, I don't really care about the songs, but it was just like, I could have made like three bucks off those. No, <laughs> I've lost it all. Ah, uh, well, you know, you get rich off the next uh, yeah. Test the Hero album when, That's you, right. when you when you go and record it in a garage this time. That's right. Yeah. I mean, now the weird thing is, it's kind of like, well, right, if we crowdfund it next time. What happens? Do we, do do the planets align again, yeah, or do we so struggle to reach our total? Do we make the total higher? Do we? I mean, yeah. The truth is, we're not gonna craft one again. Oh really? I mean, it would seem like the obvious choice, but I just think, you know, there's no way that it's gonna be as spectacular. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Um, so why bother? You know, I mean, like, yeah, it would be nice to have extra money to come in to help produce the record, but. I don't think we really need it. Yeah. Know, um, yeah. We make enough money touring that we can probably just go out there and record the record ourselves and distribute it ourselves. So uh, I don't think we're going to do the Indiegogo just based on the fact that it could possibly disappoint us. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I think it's a, I think that's a, 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 a very sensible move because it's kind of like you've, you've done it, you know, you've hit the nadir of, yeah. uh, of crowdfunding. The yeah. only way is down, really, isn't that's it? That's right, yeah. Uh, and you end up with egg on your face, and then everyone makes a story out of it. Oh, look at those fuckers! But they thought they were going to get rich again. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. But so. yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's, the climate has also changed. I think uh, it's changing every week. Yeah, it's, but it's like when we did it, you know, with the Indiegogo, it was you know, people had done it before us. People had been very successful before us, uh, but we came in in a time that it was still kind of fresh to people, and now it's like record labels are getting their hands on bands and like pushing them into doing crowdfunding and stuff like that it's like it's gotten a little greasy so uh, I just don't know if it's for us anymore okay so yeah but that's uh, you're kind of archetypal modern band where it's like well we'll try this now we'll now we'll try that right now we actually have the funds through touring so we can finance it ourselves I mean you're essentially independent young businessman <laughs> to be on The Apprentice the Can- I presume Canada has a version of The Apprentice uh, I think we just have The American Apprentice oh really oh dear nobody in Canada is really that creative and business savvy <laughs> the, the country that gave us Rush Voivod and Protest the Hero do you like that yeah. Yeah, did yeah. you sit nicely in there that feels really good <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah um, I, surely Surely you're... Uh, well, uh, fuck The Apprentice. The British version is horrible. Yeah, I mean, the American version is horrible. It's a 
horrible TV show. Yeah, it's a horrible concept, <laughs> really. Isn't bad it? people. Yeah, and then there's the, yeah, there's all sorts of spin-offs as well. I think yeah. like Vince Neil from Motley Crue is in one, and yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think he mostly just gets drunk and drives his car around, maybe kills a couple of people. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, because yeah. we ain't ever going to let you forget this. Yeah. Nobody <laughs> should let him forget No, it's you know, he's a right. fucking yeah. subpar singer in the fucking shittiest rock band ever. And he's super fucking famous still for no reason when he should be in fucking jail. Absolutely. Fuck well, he'd probably be out by now. To yeah, be fair enough. Yeah. But, you know. But fuck him nonetheless. Fuck him nonetheless. You Singers Union. Singer, singer, fuck the other singer. That's fuck right. the successful rich in guy. Fact, fuck any other singer that isn't in this room right now. <laughs> yeah, does. In yeah. fact, go and get the singers from the support band so we can tell them to yeah. fuck off. And hey, fuck you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You summon know. them. So you can do that, right? You can oh, just summon yeah, yeah. members of the support band. Michael! <laughs> uh, did you know that the United States is the only country in the world where drinking driving is not a federal offense? Wow. Yeah. That is surprising. It's fucked. <laughs> well, yeah. But, yeah. So's the, but so's the concept of that many countries, because they are countries, let's get it straight. Yeah. They're countries, not states. Because mm. they all have their own laws independent of each other. So true, yeah. it, 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 the word states is it's, it's countries. And they're not united, because the yeah, yeah. laws are all completely fucking different. Mm-hmm. I remember touring back in a day with a band called Nuclear Assault, and we had a, we had a crate of beer on the bus, and one of them was going, is, is it all right to, to have this? And we were like, have what it was like yeah. the beer yeah why wouldn't it be because it's on a bus no sorry dude you fucking lost me yeah, yeah. and it's like well because in some states if you're in a dry state and you drive they think you're bootleggers and it's like that's true yeah what yeah. I mean it's not so crazy anymore I don't think but yeah it's, it's a little fucked in places uh, but Nevada you can like sit in the passenger seat and drink a beer you know it's like you, know, you do it in just like a car to be, to be fair you can pretty much as long as you're not Driving, anybody can just get battered here. Yeah, um, and I think that's all right. Well, that that whole that whole kind of um, open container, let's put it in a brown paper bag thing seems that's yeah. just mental. Yeah, I don't get it. Nah. So what, what's it? What, what's it in Canada? Can you you can walk around with a? I don't know. No. Oh, your brown bags as well. Uh, pretty much. Yeah. Do you want to go out on the street and drink a beer? Yeah, yeah. Maybe you feel more at home. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's so fucked that you just like. And we come here and it's like always like stepping outside and it's just like wait can I bring my drink or can I not bring my drink <laughs> it's like I'm, I'm so confused because we come over to Europe like fairly often and then I forget it at home or just walk out of a bar with like a pint and just be like wait a second something's not right here yeah it's um, it's yeah we're, we're an entire culture based on pubs ta- <laughs> taverns and fighting we're an island there's nobody near to fight, yeah. so we just fight each other until someone comes over. Then we can all get we, we can all get together and fight them. Yeah, that's right. You know, uh, I mean, we fought the, the the bloodiest war in um, in uh, in English history is um, War of the Roses, two counties, Yorkshire and Lancashire, right. and they just fucking went at it. More on mainland Britain, that's the biggest loss of life in our history. Jesus, and it's Christ. just two two neighbouring counties going fuck you, no fuck you, right? Okay, yeah. get the spears. <laughs> Fuck me in. Uh, yeah, it's it, it, it's crazy. But that, but yeah, so we we have that island mentality, that village, tavern, pub. I mean, you, you go anywhere and it's like how many pubs has it got? Yeah. You know. But I mean, the other thing is you guys like Europe itself just has such fucking history. When you look at North America, it's like 200 years old. You know, it's like 
we haven't had time to develop an identity. You know, we don't have an identity. If you go over there, it's just like, it's derivative of, you know, England, Scotland, and then Ireland. That's all it is. You know, it's like even our fucking accent is derivative. You know, you go to Newfoundland, they're like, oh, how's it going, bye? Fucking da 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 They sound kind of Irish, you know? They got a little, that sing-songy thing, and it's just like, everything's derivative. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, but, I mean, let's face it, you haven't even had time to spread across the country. I mean, you know, you're the second largest country in the world, yeah. and you just live in tiny bits of it. Mind you, same with Australia. But it is, uh, and probably same with Australia, there's large masses of land in our country that are just unlivable. Yeah, totally uninhabitable, <laughs> yeah. Exactly the same as Australia, except they got the deal with the sun and yeah. you got the deal with the snow. I prefer it. The, I prefer the cold. I think people that don't get enough cold in their life turn out to be fucking dumb cunts. Yeah. You know? Because you're just happy all the time. Life's fucking good. Well, guess what? Life kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, it's like the old Bill Hicks line. Oh, it's great. It's 100 degrees every day. What are you, a fucking lizard? <laughs> That's right. I fucking love Bill Hicks, dude. Yeah, it's hard. Uh, you were, we could sit and talk about Bill Hicks for the rest of the fucking interview. Right? Yeah, yeah, it was amazing. Um, he was way bigger over here than he was, really, in the States. Oh, he was huge over here. Yeah. Oh, he was pretty much a, and well, a bit of a nobody in the States. He'd done Letterman a few times, and of course yeah. his last appearance got pulled. So That's right, yeah, yeah. Um, Although Letterman had he Bill's mum on. Yeah, yeah. Did he? And, yeah, he, and he showed it. Yeah. Which is awesome. Which is, it's pretty awesome to think that, I don't know, it's post-mortem, right? But it's just like, fuck. He deserved a lot more respect than he ever got in the United States. You know, Dennis Leary comes out and starts ripping him off all over the place and he puts out a fucking song that climbs to the top of the charts that is basically just Bill Hicks jokes picked out one after the other. And it's just like, they had no respect for this fucking man. Yeah. And he was the best. Uh, without doubt. And um, I mean, he, yeah, he sold out. He sold out the Dominion over here. He was a, he was a like just a, a very big influence. Yeah. But having said that, comedy in the states and comedy over here is so different. I mean, comedy over here, it, comedy over here is revered. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'll give you an example. In New York, um, and I say New York City, not New York State. Okay. In New York City, um, uh, last I heard last I was told there's eight major comedy clubs yeah right where in London um, there's just short of a hundred oh yeah and that's just London I mean you know there's over 300 comedy clubs com- comedy clubs in, in London itself and then across the country hmm. and that you are you know comedy clubs are built around the comedian you, yeah. you have no table service there is no service while a comedian is on oh, there yeah. is there you know it, it is they're the rules, yeah, yeah. and it's quiet, and you will get you'll get thrown out for making a dick of yourself. The comedian's not expect the comedian will deal with you to a certain point. But I mean, yeah. I did a show two weeks ago, and there's two guys down the front, and it was got to that stage where it was like we were at a wedding, and everybody knew that one of the old relatives was hammered. Yeah, yeah. So nobody was paying attention to what was going on. They were just waiting for for that to kick off. Yeah. So we just had this elephant in the room of two guys at the Fuck. front who were just ruining people's nights. Yeah. So we had, so eventually I just said, look, fuck this. Should we have these guys thrown out? And that was like mm. biggest cheer of the night. Let's get fucking rid of them. Yeah, yeah. Whereas in the states, I went, I, I've been over there and seen a lot of comedy and never performed. Uh, it, the comedy I've seen over there, it's just like, it's just basically a functioning restaurant with a guy in the corner. Oh yeah, absolutely. Just happens to have a microphone. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's so seems to be a lot more respect in the UK for 
comedians. But you know what? In the same, like, without the hecklers, how are you going to develop guys like Jimmy Carr? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, no, you see, that's a common misconception. The, the heckler is not a necessary part of any audience. Yeah, yeah. Because ultimately, it's, it, 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 all they do is trample on a, is trample on a punchline. You know, people say, oh, you know, you do heckler's help. No, not really. You know yeah. why? Because I haven't spent years honing my act with a drunken dickhead That's true, in, yeah. my, in my room. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it doesn't work like that. Yeah. You know, it, it's just, that, no, you're just, and the thing is, it's not even a, it's not even a challenge. Yeah. I'm sober, you're drunk, so there you go. Massive upper hand. Must I've be, been yeah. doing this 15 years. You just you've been showed to, up yeah, tonight. Yeah, yeah you've been to three comedy dick. clubs this year. <laughs> This yeah. is not a fair fight, you know. But the truth is, that person's been a dick their entire life. So they <laughs> yeah, might be got, pretty fucking good at it. Yeah, yeah. They've got that down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they've got, and uh, yeah, yeah, actually, you're pretty funny yourself there on the, on, on stage. You've got, you've got a sense of humour there. Thank you. Yeah. I just try and make it not like a standard fucking rock show, you know. Like, come on, everybody, rock. And he's like, that's not who I am. I don't that that would be underbite, would it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, and the and the video, which of course is obviously incredibly amusing as well. I'll put a link up, guys, so you can see it's fucking great. Um, and it, well, I noticed that, and the, the show I was at, um, it wasn't a, it wasn't a normal rock crowd. No. You know, you, you definitely seem to attract. Uh, you're one of these, I would say, lucky fans who seem to attract generally the kind of people that you'd want to like your music. Do you yeah. know what I mean? No, absolutely. Uh, we do meet and greets every night, and I mean, there's not a single night where I meet any of the kids where I'm like, this kid's fucked up, you know? This kid's like a freak. And you meet these uh, very normal, very average people that are just friendly, want to come out and have a drink and, you know, have a chat about maybe guitar or lyrics or something like that. And, you know, like, like you look at a lot of bands, like the very, very heavy metal bands, and they have a very specific type of fan. <laughs> You know, you just see a sea of, like, 17-year-old boys wearing black T-shirts with long hair. Yeah. Um, and we do, though we do get some of that, we've been fortunate to pick up people from all over the place, and I don't know why. Yeah, it's weird. I, I mean, I, the, 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 the crowd, um, well, obviously I was in the crowd, and, yeah, it was weird. You had guys who'd quite clearly come straight from work in an office, <laughs> and you had the kind of long-haired prog rock kind of yeah. got into you you're a bit heavier like Nordic kind of looking <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. No, Nordic <laughs> or just dick in some cases yeah that's right <laughs> um, and, 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 and that, but also but also like couples and you know there was you know the high female percentage come right. in, in the audience as well and, and also the other thing I noticed was yeah and you don't get this with every band people were singing along yeah. people like to sing your tunes yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's you know that, that's that means they know the words, which means you've definitely got a higher than average IQ in there. Because most people, just, especially with downloads now, it's like, what, yeah, yeah. The, what do you mean the words? What do you mean the lyrics? Mm-hmm. I just make them up. Yeah. You know? I do see some bubble gumming, as I call it. <laughs> you just see someone sing along, but just going... Nah, 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 nah. Uh, I see quite a bit of that every night. Yeah. And I always offer them the microphone. <laughs> ah. uh, the inner cunt <laughs> that's right <laughs> just trying to catch someone uh, the other night I felt so terrible there's this kid he must have been like 18 standing up front he's got like a little faux hawk and he's wearing a Misfits shirt and just in between songs I went quick what's your favourite Misfits song and I gave him the microphone and he went who right? oh. and I was like the shirt you're wearing and he was like oh yeah yeah rock and roll high school 
And I was like, are you fucked? Like, not only is that a Ramones song, it's a Ramones movie. I think you should simply just know that. Oh, no. So did you... Did you I didn't cut into him too harshly, but I just... But you did make it plain. I let him embarrass himself, really. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So whenever you see a Misfits shirt out there, it's like, I very much like the Misfits. You know, I grew up listening to Misfits and some of that punk that came out of that area. And uh, now when I see a Misfits shirt, I get... I don't I wouldn't say pissed. I would say just... I, I don't necessarily believe them initially. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, it's, it's when a band's merch becomes mainstream. And funnily enough, going back to that last show of yours, I, while I was going into every fucking shop there was, trying to wait for my friend to turn yeah. up with the tickets, I was in a shop, I can't remember the name of it, and I was looking through, and they had, and this is like a you know mainstream fashion shop, they had bits yeah. and pieces of other shit as well, and they had um, suicidal tendencies you know, jackets, yeah, yeah. t-shirt, and it was just purely, we're just going with the logo here, we're yeah. just going with it, and it was just a brand, That's, you know? I mean, it's kind of genius. You know, if I didn't give a shit about the music at all, I would definitely try and brand the band harder. Well, also, I think I think with something like Suicidal, it's like, well, when you've been going that long, That's true. you know, you've, you've kind of earned the right to brand it by now, because it's like, well, we're certainly not going to make any money from selling records anymore yeah and you know I think when you say for the Misfit shirts it's like Jerry only is trying to put his grandkids through fucking college you know yeah <laughs> just fucking I get it yeah it makes sense but, but we're going to see more and more of that I mean let's face it merch you know is a big big thing yeah you know it's a big way of making money for bands now no, it's which not even, is it's not record sales anymore it's tickets and t-shirts you know yeah that's all it is and, it's, and that is just fucking insane yeah absolutely insane I, on the podcast we're always well we I am always pushing we want people to buy CDs listen to uncompressed sound yeah. that is that's what the band heard when they fucking mastered it yeah, yeah. that's what they heard what you hear anywhere else mp3 or AAC files apple cunts yeah, yeah. the worst thing ever um, and they don't stand it like the AAC file was, was made for apple it's not made for you yeah. it's made for them so they can get more stuff on your device Right. Yeah, it's like taking this beautiful, gorgeous sandwich and, they and they're making a toasty out of it. Yeah, absolutely, you know? yeah. And it's not going to taste the same. That's right. You know? Um, I think it should be bought on vinyl. Oh, oh you're going old school. You're yeah, going hardcore. Fuck it. Yeah, yeah, and should only be played on a vinyl turntable from the 70s. Yeah, yeah. Through that big fucking amplifier. And <laughs> yeah, so you can hear the scratches nice and loud. That's right. I actually don't think our music is very conducive to being played on vinyl. Honestly, like, I see all these, like, new, like, gent and metal bands putting out vinyl, and it's kind of like, why? You know, it's like, I like listening to old Queen records and Kenny Rogers and stuff like that, and it all sounds very nice on vinyl. But it's like, you put on a record that was recorded yesterday in some fucking, like, crazy digital studio. Why? (laughs) I still like it, and I still collect it, because I like the artwork, but I mean, ultimately, I'm not putting on a fucking vinyl for... Uh, the incredible sound quality. Well, no, and I think also what you have, like you said, when if, if music has been recorded digitally, it, yeah. it doesn't really make any sense to go back to analog. That's I mean, right. We recorded in analog; it went out in analog form. That makes sense. Yeah. But it makes sense to listen to it in a digital format. That's right. Um, I mean, no, I'm still gonna sell those records because and they CD sound great, kids. Sell. You should yeah. buy them. <laughs> you really fucked up there, didn't you? I did actually. Yeah. Put my foot right in my mouth. <laughs> 
<laughs> I know. I can just I can just see now the headline on Blam Mouth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just the hero singer. This is vinyl. Of well, own band. just his band <laughs> yeah. on vinyl. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to start putting out cassettes. Yeah, you know? that's not gonna fucking happen. I know. But <laughs> the thing about cassettes is, like that I always found, and I I think I heard Chris from Propaganda say this. Like, said it was his favorite medium because it was like. If you wanted to hear a song, you had to fucking work for it. You know, like, on a CD, you skip a track. On a record, you pick up the needle and place it down. But on tape, you got to search around for that fucking song. Yeah. You know, fast forward, rewind, play, fast forward. you got to search. It's amazing. I, I, I'd, love to, I'd love to meet him to tell him how wrong he is. Uh, um, yeah. Oh, I fucking hate you, Cassette. Oh, really? Oh, I hate it. Yeah, just... Oh, so he's in pirate things. Radio comes on, just... Play record. Yeah, well, there was that. Yeah. There was that, actually, yeah. You've it's going to be really... at least one redeeming quality. Yeah, no, you've got... Yeah, it sounds like shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it was a way of taking your music with you, because you yeah. can't... You know, you didn't have a, a Walkman for fucking vinyl. Yeah, um, And uh, I admit, a guy spent a good ten years listening to my to my Walkman, walking to girlfriend's houses, walking to band practice, and, yeah. and stuff like that. And I'd have been lost without it, but... Yeah. Um, it's, it's funny, because people say, oh, t- cassettes are making a comeback. No, 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 they're not. They're just. It's like yeah, but I bought a, I bought a cassette of your album um, from back in the day, and it, and it's like yeah, you know what you paid for it? You paid the same price that it was when we put it out yeah. twenty years ago. That doesn't mean they're making a comeback. Yeah, you know that's they, right. They've, they've just held their value. That's all. And there's nobody releasing new ones, so yeah. it can't be a comeback. I think people will start releasing new ones. Like I mentioned it jokingly because I think it's fucking funny. But I think people will. Like, the hipsters of the world will start to be like, oh, vinyl selling now. Let's go a little less retro, but a little more neutral. I, I, look, I don't want to take credit for this idea, but I am because it is my idea. Yeah. Crowdfund the next album on cassette. <laughs> yeah, crowdfund yeah, yeah. the cassette release. And let's fucking put this theory to the test. Let's see it. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. true. That's a good idea. Crowd- release this record on cassette. Will you buy it? Crowd- crowdfund the cassette. <laughs> Right, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Just straight out of there. Come I'd on, I'd love bro. to see it, but like on that stupid little cassette, like in the fucking case, like that's funny. I, do you know, and you know what's going to happen, don't you? You're gonna you're gonna crowdfund it, and then you're gonna, and then you're gonna be wondering, how the fuck do we get these made? Yeah, it means like I have to refund everybody. Oh, we found a place in Toronto that'll do it. Really? Yeah, we've looked into it. It's called Sample Media. Right. Well, come and, on, uh, come <laughs> on. You got. We looked into it because it's like we wanted like very limited run to just have at the merch table to be like it's funny yeah. you know, and maybe some people would take it as like a collector's item or some bullshit but at the end of the day we'd probably just have to burn them all come on crowdfunding but we have found a place that will make them oh it's gonna happen. <laughs> come on it's gonna happen yeah, yeah. it's gonna happen I'll take my cup yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. no I'll, you know, I'll take a, just a measly fifty percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a contract. Yeah. Verbal contract, there, people. Um, Shit, I forgot this thing was on. <laughs> yeah. It, it is. Like, it is like it's not on. Yeah. Um, that'd be awesome. Oh, you've got to make that happen. Yeah. You've got to make that happen. Maybe. And I'll, look, I'll, I'll buy one. I'll encourage everyone to buy one. I mean, you know, I, I will. I'll probably burn it. Yeah, yeah. No, there's you know, no reason. I don't imagine you have any means of playing it. <laughs> Actually, I do. do you oh, know? Yeah? yeah, no, I've got. Uh, yeah, I've still got a, an old double tape deck. One slightly. Yeah, I mean, talk about that. Yeah, yeah reel yeah. to reel, tape oh, to yeah, tape. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. That was the real pirating. That's it, yeah, get yeah, some yeah. shitty fourth generation copy of an album <laughs> yeah. and then ruin it again. That's right. <laughs> so you can have your own shitty version oh, of it. Fuck, that was the best. And then and of course it's recorded on vinyl, so you're listening to like scratches yeah, and jackals and, and pops. Yeah. Yeah. And when it and fucking hell, rain and blood when that came out, forget it. They cut it so loud yeah. that the needle kept jumping out the grooves. I had to, but I I was on my third copy before I realised I needed a two pence piece on the head of the um, oh, yeah, yeah, uh, of, of, of the stylus to hold it down. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, that was properly fucked. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, so, look, I, I, I don't want to go down all the boring route that everyone else probably asked you, but any stuff for the new album you've been jamming in, soundtrack, and, you know, ideas for new stuff? No. Awesome. I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah, we're creatively bankrupt. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're going to, like, we don't really write when we're on the road. Um, we're going to go back after this tour and we're going to take some time off and uh, try and write a new record. And when you say you're going to go back and take some time off, you don't mean at Christmas. Oh, no. Because you, 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 you're just gigging right through. You're gigging right through between Christmas and New Year. Essentially, yeah. That's, so wh- when does it finish? Because I was lazy and didn't click click to the end. <laughs> yeah, to yeah. See it... it ends December 28th. Oh, I, I, I did see that show, actually, yeah. yeah. Right, okay. Um, so it's not that bad. I mean... Handful of shows in Canada. Get it over with. Bit of hope coming. Yeah, yeah. The Christmas bonus tour is what we call it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, oh, I see. I see. I'm yeah. kidding. So if those shows are poorly attended, no Christmas presents That's for the family. absolutely correct. Yeah. <laughs> so do you guys know... Um, uh, maybe I'll just default on my mortgage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, why not? Oh, well, last time I heard, you'd moved, you'd moved back in with your parents' place, so, you've managed, so you're, you're out again. Yes. And you had a mortgage, so things are, house, yeah. things have improved then. I, I don't know if it's an improvement, to be quite honest. I've never been quite so poor. Yeah, and uh, a mortgage is nothing more than a lifelong debt that the bank can constantly remind you. By the way, that's yeah. not your house, dickhead. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> not until this is paid off. It's it ours. A French word, doesn't it? I mean, I <laughs> for being fucked over a long time. Yeah. It comes from a French word. No, it really does. No shit. Because uh, the like the root of it, mort, is death. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Right? Yeah. I, I forget what the actual phrase is, but it's something very, like, fucking, like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> I, I, I might default on my death gauge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, fucking, I, look, I'm, I know I've got all the ideas here, but, you know, yeah, the yeah. next album, death gauge. Death gauge. You know, death gauge available on cassette. We're going to have to add a couple more blast beats and maybe some more... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because yeah, yeah, that, that's kind of... As a, as a, as a, I will loosely term vocalist myself. Mm. Um, this is going to be really sucky. I really, I thought your performance on um, Violation was just awesome. Thank you very much. Absolutely. Um, very, very much. Uh, some people seem to go, "Yay!" One of the best things of the album, and other people seem to go, "Oh, can't stand dude, it." Dude, ruin the album. Yeah, yeah. I, I was the king of that, so don't seriously, don't worry about. That. Twenty-five years later, oh, people really? are still like, "Get him out!" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but I, no, I, 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 I think I, it's better to be black and white than grey. Hey, you know, who, who people, wants? Mm, I can yeah. take it or leave it. He's okay. You know, it's like people either fucking really like my voice or they really fucking hate it, and I like it that way. At least you're making your mind up. At least you're having a solid opinion. You know? Have you have you had any real life trolls come up and go, dude, you fucking ruined the album. I hate your voice. <laughs> no, nobody ever says it to me to my face. No, oh, what really? Yeah. Just on the internet, you say? Just on the internet. Mm, fancy that. Yeah, yeah. Imagine. 
Yeah, cool. An anonymous world where people can say anything they want to whoever they want. <laughs> yeah. In their mom's basement, yeah, course, yeah. which apparently it seems to be where all trolls um, live. That's, That's the history, true. isn't it? Yes, yeah, so they moved out from under the bridges, bartering with billy goats, and they are now living in their parents' basement. Yeah. You need to get out calling people faggot online. <laughs> That's it, fag. Hey, so mate, it's like a friend of mine was saying, have you ever gone on YouTube? And yeah. I was like, yeah. And he's like, you know the comments section? It's like, yeah. And he goes, have you ever noticed that basically the comments start out positive and then they get more and more negative and then they argue and then it just becomes racism? Yeah. And it's like, wow, I'd never noticed that. It starts a little homophobic and then it moves into full-fledged racism. Yeah. 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 And it's yeah. like, you fucking guys. Yeah. <laughs> It's just, it is, it is truly amazing. I yeah. mean, part of me likes the whole uncensored nature of it. Yeah. Um, which is pretty awesome. Mm. Um, but even that, I mean, the way YouTube's changed from the way it was, yeah. you know, 10 years ago. You know, Absolutely. no advertising, you could put anything up there. Yeah, yeah. At, well, not pull. Not anything. Yeah. I didn't, tried. I didn't, I, I knew you were going to say that. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there, there is other websites for that, That's apparently. Right. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's it, like we come back to what we were saying earlier. It's it's a changing world and and a, a changing business. Yeah. And it is like fucking week to week. Everything is just constantly changing. Yeah. Um, so you're gonna put if you put out everything, it's gonna be on your own label. Yeah. And you so you'll just be signing distribution deals. Uh, probably yeah. I mean, maybe not. You know, if if we could, uh, I'd like to do it all digital. Really? Yeah. No CDs? Hmm. I mean, uh-huh. we'll see when push comes to shove, but like the problem with the CDs... Don't buy the CD, guys, because like, it's not there. We would have CDs at shows, and we would have vinyl at shows, but the problem with the CDs is like, it's just, you're giving the labels another opportunity to take a piece of something that they don't deserve. Right, you know? okay. Um, and even with the distribution, you just you end up a little bit in the hole. And it's like, why would you do that when you can... You know, instead of being like, oh, you ordered this fucking three months ago, sorry, we didn't get it to Latvia in time. You know, it's like we can deliver it immediately digitally uh, with all the artwork, all the lyrics. I mean, I don't know, I'm kind of just spitballing here, but... Hey, well, look, you know, we've spitballed the new album title, the crowdfund for the cassette. Yeah, yeah. You know, so let's just keep it going. Seems like all good ideas. We're on a roll it. Fuck The Apprentice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and all the other singers. Yeah, and all the other singers. Yeah, we've got our own little, we've got our own little company yeah. forming right here. We are in our own dressing room. Yeah, well, yeah, they've put this aside, and look, it's obviously for singers. Yeah, big fucking huge. David himself. Yeah, David himself, and a huge mirror for yeah. us to look at ourselves yeah. and congratulate ourselves on how great we are. And enjoy our egos. That's it. Yeah. yeah, it's like how many singers does it take to change a light bulb? And one. He holds a light bulb and waits the room to revolve around him. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, it's not bad, is it? It's not. It's not mine. Have you ever heard the, uh, what is it? Uh, what's got three legs and a cunt on top? No. The drum stool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, we're going to start on the drum. Yeah, what do, you got, what do you call a guy who hangs out with musicians? Bass player. No, a drummer. Uh. <laughs> a guy goes in, um, there's, uh, there's, there's three musicians in a room. Yeah. Um, one turns to the other and goes, uh, what's your IQ? He goes, oh, it's uh, 210. It's like, wow, okay. Um, what do you do? It's like, I play guitar. It's like, oh, right. Uh, what kind of strings do you use? Yeah, yeah. He turns around to the other guy and says, so what's your IQ? And he goes, it's, um, it's 205. All oh, right, cool. What yeah. do you do? So I play guitar. So I, you know, they have the strings, amp competition. And they yeah. both turn to the other guy and they go, what's your IQ? And he goes, 
10. They go, oh, what kind of sticks do you use? <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah. And, there, and then there's all the others. There's Father, there's Father Christmas, a drummer who can keep time, and a drummer who can't keep time, yeah. walking down the street. They see five pounds on the floor. Which one picks it up? The drummer who can't keep time because the other two don't, don't exist. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Yeah. And we could continue all day because oh, drummers yeah. are just... Drummers are a particular breed of people uh, that I'll never fully understand. Like, I mean, the jokes are, yeah, yeah, but it's, it's deeply rooted in truth. Do you know what? My, my, my mum was, um, uh, was in show, show business, the business of show, back in the day when TV was black and white. And um, uh, she, she said to me, even like growing up when, when I was in the band, I was like 14 when we started and everything. Yeah. And, and she always, oh, drummers are mad. Drummers, it's, 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 drummers are all mad, you know. Yeah. It's nothing new. They're the, they are the goalkeepers or goaltenders of, of it's my pleasure <laughs> um, but of of music of bands yeah it's like they're the guys who throw themselves on the concrete or the mm-hmm. ice and get, get in the way of shit yeah. they're the ones who have that the part missing yeah I'm missing something up there I'm mean, presuming <laughs> you didn't say any of that to Chris Adler oh no, <laughs> oh, no, no. but I mean there's got to be something wrong with you to grow a beard that long <laughs> <laughs> or just like a goatee it is. It's like you know. What do you do for a living? I I hit shit. Yeah. I hit, yeah. Shit, I hit shit with wood. I hit just a couple of things a lot of times, over and over again every night. My favourite is the drummer who starts getting moody because yeah. people don't want to talk to him as much as they do the singer and the guitarist. It's like, dude, you chose a profession where you sit at the back of the room behind yeah. a pile of wood. Get back. Yeah. Man. That's <laughs> and shut up. Yeah, yeah. This comes with the deal, I'm afraid. Yeah, our old drummer, one time we were at an airport and uh, some kids came up to us and recognised us for whatever fucking reason. I guess they were at the same festival we were. And they asked Lucas and I for our autographs and our drummer came up and was like, Hey guys, I'm in the fucking band too. And like forced them to take his autograph. <laughs> it was just like, what the fuck are you doing, man? Is, is that why he's the extra man? No, he left by his own volition. Oh, Whoa. nicely done. Brand that motherfucker. <laughs> oh, yeah. I can't fucking use that word anymore. No. That's the worst part about naming anything. Yeah, I guess. Well, well you know, but luckily, um, uh, dead gauge. Yeah. Yeah, that's... I mean, it's a pretty oh, common phrase in my vernacular. Dead or death gauge. Uh, or just call it mortgage. Yeah. You know, whatever. You know, it's okay. I don't mind you playing with my idea. <laughs> <laughs> um... um yeah, no, we, but that's well. We we had a back in the day. We literally had an incident where <laughs> these guys went up to the bass player and asked if the band were here yet. Yeah, and and it's just, I think as much as there as much as that does happen to you in certain positions in a band, yeah. there is also those kids out there who who will go up to anyone in the band and ask if the band are here yet. Or, that's true. You know, they've been drinking all day. Yeah. They they don't know what the fuck's going. They've on. They've never seen pictures of you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and that's perfectly normal. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, absolutely. That's the thing. Like when I listen to bands, I don't immediately just go, oh, "I wonder what these fucking guys look like." You know, I don't look them up. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I guess that. I guess it's pretty hard with with the way these people discover bands now. It's quite hard not to not to know what bands look like straight away. That's true. It's going to be on YouTube, or it's going to be there's there's going to be some sort of picture attached. Yeah. Like back in the day, you know, you'd literally. I remember looking at a picture of the crumb suckers and going like, so which one's which? But he yeah. looks like the singer. And when I found out he was the like guitarist, I was gutted. Yeah. And I was like, but really? Oh, but he looks like the singer. 
He doesn't yeah. look like a guitarist at all. It's really strange. For the first time I saw Dustin Kensrue from Thrice. I'd been listening to that band for quite some time, and I just, he looked nothing like I'd envisioned. His voice sounded, I remember being very disappointed. No, yeah. just because he was kind of chubby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always slightly disappointed when people let themselves go. <laughs> of any age. That's just a guy who looks like my uncle or something, you know? He's not particularly cool, which I find a lot cooler now. Well, it's funny you should say. First time I, I've seen Eddie Izzard live a load of times, but yeah. then last year I was invited to um, a, a tiny show he was doing. He was trying a bit of stuff out and stuff like that. And friends of mine know him, so we, we went along. And um, I was sat right at the front, and he did the whole show barefoot. And he, and he came on, and I found it so hard to adjust to the fact that he's fucking my height. Yeah. I mean... You know, I'm five foot five at a push. Yeah. Yeah. But what a massive personality, though. I, oh. He's, that's the thing. He's built himself. Absolutely. But, I'm, but I've, I've only ever been seen in an audience on yeah. stage, and he's wearing high heels. Yeah. And he's in full get-up. Yeah. And he was just chilled, no shoes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, that head's way too big for that body. <laughs> <laughs> You get a good it, close look at him. Yeah, it's just uh, got that big round old face, that yeah. big head, and it's like, but it's it's like, it's like wow, I should put you on the, the back shelf of my car. <laughs> you know, you just sit there. It's fucking weird. Yeah, weird. But um, well, like, you know, we've successfully trashed a couple of people there. That's um, cool. That, that, that's cool. That's yeah. cool. So um, you said you said nip out a cigarette. Do you so do you smoke? No. No. All oh, right. Okay. Good for you, because it kills the voice. That's true. Um, not that I would know. Because um, my voice is fucked to start with. But you mentioned, you did also mention that, like, ex-drummer. You've, yeah, is, is, and you've lost bass player as well. Yep. So it's a whole new rhythm section. That's right, yeah. Is that all just pressures of the biz? And... Yeah, I mean, it's just a long time together, you know, kind of struggling to make ends meet. It just, I can't blame either of them. You know, they didn't want to fucking tour. They didn't want to do this stuff. And I can understand that, you know, like, I want to be home. I want to be home with uh, my girl and my dog, you know. But uh, I also don't like doing that for too long. You know, I don't like being home for too long. It makes me fucking itchy. Stir crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, the the road, it separates, you know, the people people who want to do it from the people who really, really want to do it. That's right, yeah. Um, and it's yeah it's, it's it's gruelling but by the same token like you say you're home for two weeks and it's like no, it'd be really cool to wake up in another city tomorrow yeah <laughs> wish I wasn't here <laughs> <laughs> we, we won't be playing this to your to your girlfriend that's for sure or the dog for that matter yeah the dog wouldn't care no <laughs> no the dog fucking hates me anyway oh that's a nice dog to have yeah <laughs> oh hang on <laughs> that, do- that doesn't jive with your uh, with your song about dogs <laughs> on, the, on the album Volition yeah, yeah. that's great see what I did there hmm? I did turned it right back round to uh, the, it's a uh, callback yeah is it hey oh he's even using comedy terms at me <laughs> right okay I better up my game here shit I watch a little bit of stand up yeah, that, uh, I bet you. I bet you watch a lot because when I was watching you at the last gig, I was thinking, "Yeah, this guy's got some moves, comedic moves." Yeah, you know, bit. I just thought, yeah, you know, you, you kind of. One day, I think I'll write something and instead of going on stage and just trying to improvise it every night. But I don't know. Right now, I'm just happy improvising. But do do what you do. If yeah. you're good at what you do, 
Don't fuck with it. Well, I'm mediocre at best at what I do. Yeah? <laughs> Even singing. Uh, well, I disagree with that, and believe, believe you and me, I'm, you know, look up mediocre singers, there's a fucking picture of me. You know? <laughs> and, 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 it's me praying that I was as good as mediocre. Uh, but, um, right. from, no, from a comedic point of view, in all seriousness, um, I'm sure you record shows, record stuff you do, go back, find the funny, find yeah. where people laughed, mm-hmm. uh, Take that, that's your punchline, work backwards, develop the feeder line to it. Ah, okay. Yeah, and then, and, and that's all you need to do. This is, I believe, the best advice I've received in a very long time. <laughs> I'm, not, cool. I'm not kidding. Cool. It's like, I really, some nights I get out there and it just everything works and it's magic and it's just coming off the top of my head and then some nights I get out there and it's like, <laughs> don't really have anything to say and uh, none of it's funny. <laughs> well, well that, that's, that's easily rectified. If you could, if you go back and you know, this is what you're recording, like I said, just find the funny and yeah. then work backwards. And just remember that if you're saying something, if it's not part of the setup and it's not part of the punchline, why are you saying it? Yeah. That's filler. Yeah, yeah. And, and just get really, be, be really kind of, you know, disciplined with it. Um, and and what you'll find is over a period of time you'll get sections and chunks on topics and you go hey that night I did stuff there and that and that night I did stuff that's the same topic and yeah, they're yeah. like alright oh, <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. now I have a bit yeah yeah and then you can and then you can go from there um, and then because you've already got it and you know where where the funny is you can then stroke, you know put it all together create a set um and then try out in a comedy club and find out if comedy audiences... Well, I don't know if I could do that. <laughs> oh, come on. Because the thing is, when it fails, I just go, yeah, here's the next song. Yeah. <laughs> and that is the beauty of, of doing that shit between songs, because that's, that's, that's what I used to do. And then I went into comedy and realised I had to kind of like almost start again. Yeah. Part of, um, part of it is you need to be able to, you know, you, you have the confidence of going on stage. But you don't have the guys behind you. And you That's don't. right. Yeah, yeah. So you're, you're up just, there alone. You've got your words. Yeah. You know, and if no one's laughing, yeah, it's quite humiliating. Yeah. Uh, you ever uh, flopped? You ever had a big flop? Oh, who hasn't? Do you mind if I just shut the door? Cause, yeah. Yeah. Do you mind if I just you know, fucking yeah. leave? <laughs> um, um, oh god, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a rite of passage. Everyone does. Ed, Eddie Izzard, funnily enough. Um, I know somebody who's known him way back in the day, and um, a club I know, a club owner I know really well. And he said he was one of the worst acts on the circuit. Really? Yeah, yeah. Some places wouldn't even book him because he was so bad. They'd say he'd just fucking he'd kill the night. Jesus. Um, Jim Carrey famously he used to be like fucking horrendous, but yeah. and, and me too. Yeah. Uh, no, we we we. If you do comedy, you, you nobody walks out there and is just funny straight away yeah there's anomalies mm. there's stories of people being that funny straight away yeah um but it, it's it's like anything it's like anything you know it's like singing in a band yeah. you know you you, you you start out and you it takes start practice yeah, yeah like everything in life you know it, yeah. it, it takes practice and hard work and hard work and all those other boring things that you know your parents told you about. Yeah, you join a rock band and you find out it's fucking not just getting boozed up and having a good time. 
Yeah. There's actual work to it's it. Very clever to leave out getting late. Yeah. Wow. Because <laughs> of course. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, join the club. Yeah. And that's the and that the the other thing between comedy and music is the, the weird thing is that like when you're in a band, people are like, oh fucking hell, oh, it's great to meet you. Oh, I love what you do. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Because we put you on a pedestal, and music is a soundtrack to our lives and all of that. Comedian, yeah, he's just funny. Yeah, you're just funny cunt, aren't you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the thing is as well is that people, everybody, everybody has been funny at some point in their life. It's true, yeah. Everybody's told a story where they've held the room. So you, you're just a glorified version of that. Yeah, yeah. Whereas but when I'm you're sure in a band, everybody's sitting on the, watching you going, oh, I could probably do this. Yeah. Uh, or people who come up and say, oh, but you should, oh, you should see, meet my friend, my mate, he's hilarious. Yeah. My mate's really funny. It's like, really? Well, put him on stage in front of 200 strangers, strangers and we'll fucking find See out how funny, how funny he is. He is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Truth's quite funny at your fucking parties. Yeah, yeah. where yeah. you've all known each other for 10 years. You all know the same stories and the same people, and he just tells those stories well to those people. And, and he's funny, and therefore you guys will wait for the payoff, whereas a comedy audience will be like, well, no, funny now, please. Yeah. You know? It's, seriously, man, I can't get away from it. You've got... Give it a go. Well, and, unless well, you really don't want to get, unless you really want to do it, it's like anything in life. Unless you really want to do it. Yeah. No, like I, I would like to give it a try, but I mean, I don't know. I'd have to start putting something together, you know. Yeah. And I just like that's, it's really just I think that initial step off the cliff, you know. That yeah. You need to kind of take. Well, you know, I'd like to. But it's an, it's an, it's another you know it's another avenue for um, for crowdfunding. No, it's, um, <laughs> it's another avenue for you know when and if you ever decide to do something different with the band. Yeah, that's um, true. I mean you know I've been doing it fifteen years. Oh. I took a five year break in there because um, it's just like, oh, enough things. Yeah. yeah. Um, but um, yeah, it's 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 a completely different thing, completely different vibe, yeah. completely different culture. And it, but I, I'm sure you enjoy it. And like I said, you know, you got you got funny bones, my man. Okay. Funny bones. I find that with like the heavy metal, sometimes it's peculiar because people uh, aren't particularly expecting to laugh, right? So like you'll be in like a really strange spot, like Holland, and it's like even though they've smoked a ton of dope, you know, it's like they're not gonna laugh at you no matter what you're gonna say because they're gonna sit there and just go, what "The fuck is he doing? Why is he doing this?" You know, it's like fuck. Yeah, well, but that's that's the other advantage of like when it, like, well, being in a band between songs. If you can make that funny, yeah. is people don't turn up to laugh; they turn up for the tunes. If you're funny, it's a bonus. It's unexpected. Oh, this is pretty cool. Whereas, obviously, the difference is you go to a comedy club. It's like, no, be funny. Yeah. Or fuck off. Yeah. yeah. That's true. So, but um, uh, yeah, it's just it, it is a completely different vibe. It's a completely different vibe. But um, I like I like the way that you've it, it, it's it was it was a real surprise for me because I mean I've seen the videos uh, so I knew you guys had a sense of humour a little silly yeah. yeah yeah but also Canadian yeah I think like you know Canadians there is a Canadian sense of humour that's very true you know and there there is and it and it is probably you know it's quite close coming back to what you were saying earlier it's quite close to I think the British sense of humour mm-hmm. Canadian sense of humour seems to be less. North American and more European. Yeah, well, um, we would gladly accept that. <laughs> Graciously. Accept no, you, well, you can have that. We do prefer to say that we speak the Queen's English. Oh, right. Okay. We just all fucking speak it all well. 
Well, well, then that's why you're over here all the time, just brushing up on those uh, those British accents. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I, I mean, when you're finally going to have some time off in December, that's after December you're going to have a whole bunch of time off and then get back writing. Yeah. Cool. Um, looking back, last album was just fucking. Where did that come from? But to me, it was just like just. I don't know. It's just really, really unexpected. The album? Yeah. I guess so. Or did it just feel like, eh, just another album for us? You know, we're, we've, you know, we've written songs that we're happy with. We're gonna put them together and that see what happens. Kind of like that, I guess. I mean, uh, there were some small risks that we took, sort of returning, returning to a little bit of our like skate punk roots. You know, with certain drum beats and stuff like that. One of the songs, I mean. Uh, missed the song as uh, when we recorded that we're sitting there going I don't know if people are going to like this you know because it's, it's really uh, laid out like a skate punk song with like a fucking big prog metal part in the middle you know and, yeah uh, that's fucking great <laughs> so we were sitting around being like yeah I like this fuck anyone who doesn't like it but I mean at the end of the day it's like eh, this is also our career <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah so uh, we put it up went over fucking really well and uh, now people they used to play it every night and we never do really? we, we do but we just cut it from the set list from this tour because it's like we had too many songs we were going over every night and uh, how long are you playing? Uh, we play an hour hour 15 tops hour 15 yeah. right okay depending on if we get that time well that's the thing because it's like I mean you know you've got enough material to play a lot longer than that yeah. Um, so is that a choice or is it an inform or is it enforced? Uh, it's mostly enforced by the venues. Like there's a curfew specifically in the UK. You know, it's like there's a noise curfew or whatever, and uh, everyone's got to be off stage by like midnight or something like that. And it's just how it fucking works out sometimes. I don't know. That, that was that was the other question my friend had. He was like, he was like, yeah, well, why don't they play longer? Why do they have to have so many bands on the bill? Yeah. But it's kind of it, that's how. The business works now. Yeah. The other thing is, I don't think I can play for longer than an hour. You pussy. <laughs> you can play longer than an hour. Like we on. get to that like half an hour point, I'm sitting there going, oh fuck. You don't sound like you've got a sore throat. I don't. So, so it's just, it's not about my throat, it's about. It's about the diaphragm. My body. Yeah, really? <laughs> you're, you're that fucking. Getting unfit. a little older and just fucking falling apart, man up there sweating I always spend the last half of the set almost on the ground just fucking rolling around trying to catch my breath <laughs> how old are you? only 28 28 I know man come on I know come on there's people listening to this and this going 28 <laughs> yeah, yeah. motherfucker <laughs> I'm gonna fucking deck him when I see him <laughs> but I believe I'm also a functional alcoholic so I mean, <laughs> oh well, there is that. And yeah. like, to, you know, you haven't got any beer on you now, you, so you must be kind of like starting to cluck. I am definitely uh, a <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm DTs. I'm not an alcoholic, but <laughs> I do very much enjoy alcohol. Hey, who doesn't? Yeah, but there reaches a point where alcohol stops enjoying you. That's true. Yeah, yeah, that that that, that point can be um, can be lots of fun. Again, that's the whole comedy thing, you know. Yeah, yeah. Fucking hundreds of shows, clubs, you know how it is. Yeah. Same with you guys. The the thing the thing that I've always struggled with, and and I'd be interested to find out. I, I was talking to um, oh I can't remember his name, singer from Soilwork. Oh 
fucking hell. I want to say Stig, but it's really not Stig. Um, <laughs> no, I don't know the guy's name. No, no. Um, oh, anyway. And we were talking about, like, what do you do after the show when the adrenaline is still coursing yeah. through your veins and you want to keep that buzz. You naturally want to keep that buzz. And you're yeah, of course. You want to have a couple of beers. You need to hydrate. And yeah. it's... What, what, what do you do? How do you cope with that? Because basically, I've yet to find anyone who goes, like, who goes, oh, yeah, I have a method for this. No, yeah, no, there's no method. I mean... Oh, fuck you as well. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just... I sit down. I sometimes have a shower. I take a beer into the shower. I, <laughs> a shower beer is... Ah, a shower beer. The best beer. It's my favorite beer of all time. I'll do it at home as well. Yeah. This is my favorite beer. But hey, I've had another business idea. <laughs> okay, right? Start yeah, branding the shower beer. Shambier. Shambier. I do like that. <laughs> yeah. That's Shamp- good. Yeah. Shampoo, right? Oh. Shampoo, but it's in a beer can, and it's color of beer, and it smells of beer, but it's shampoo. So it's gonna make you reek like alcohol. No, In most no. days when I have a shower, I'm just trying to get rid of that smell. <laughs> Actually, it could be. You could come home from work, you want to go to the pub, you haven't got time, yeah. you want to feel like you've been to the pub. That's pretty good. Have a get bubble bath with some fucking... Shambier. Shambier. Yeah, get that shambier down yeah. here. I think beer poo is probably... What about a beer bowl bath? <laughs> now you're talking. Oh, I, I was wondering why you were here. <laughs> Now you're talking. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Oh, that's that's class. Yeah. By the way, I am gonna use all of this stuff. That's fine. Because if you're gonna use if you're gonna use my um, if you're gonna use my uh, uh, band name, Danny Gogo, the cassette. That, uh, yeah. If you're gonna use it, well, I'll trade you. Yeah. And I'm I'm gonna come up with I'm gonna shambier definitely. Yeah. But yeah, um, I love that. I love that. A beer bowl, beer bowl, beer bowl bath, like beer a bubble bath. bath. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I get I, I get that. <laughs> that's that's quality. Yeah, yeah. Wow, we could we should brand that. I think it's pretty good. Yeah, I think. Um, well, it's you know everybody's looking for that next piece of merch that's going to be the go-to. That's true. Thing that Death you know. Rage bring fucking uh, pasta with them. Death pasta. Yeah. And they bring their own like pasta sauce that they made themselves. Death pasta, death pasta sauce. Yeah. That I is. Mean, I think, <laughs> was, I think <laughs> it was ever, they might have just been telling me about an Italian band that did that. I might be giving credit to the wrong person. <laughs> <laughs> well, funnily, I, yeah, because I said to them that we, we should do a cooking podcast when they come to uh, when they come to London. I'm going to take them, bring them to my house, and we're going to do a, you know, a cooking show. Oh, yeah. And show them how to make mushy peas. They're going <laughs> to show me how to make. It was great. Like, are you aware of what mushy peas are? I you? am. Right. And I'm repulsed. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> right, fuck you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but but I was talking. Yeah. I was talking to um. What's the guitarist's name? Oh, uh, is it Marco? No, no. Matteo. Matteo. Yeah. I saw it Matteo and he's saying mushy peas and he's going, oh, this, this, this. I'm going to make him sound like Scottish or something. Yeah. Uh, and it's, uh, this, uh, ah, there's the mushy peas uh, <laughs> <laughs> that you spoke about. Uh, and he's like, what, what is that? Is that a, is that a plant? Yeah. <laughs> he's like, no, it's peas, you idiot. And he's like, oh, what? Like peas, green peas? Yeah. Yes. And he's like, oh, right. How do you make them? Well, you soak them overnight for 24 hours in water and bicarbonate of soda, and then you cook them, and they turn into this green mush. He was like, yeah, yeah, that sounds British, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. thank you for that. <laughs> you know what, I, I used to really uh, have it out for British food, and then uh, one of my British friends said to me, he was like, 
I was like, yeah, British food is shit. He was like, in Canada, and he was like, how dare you? In this country, you have cheese that sprays from a can. <laughs> there it is. Cheese Whiz, I believe, is yeah. it? Is that? Oh, no, it's, called, it's literally called Spray Cheese. Spray Cheese. Yeah. Spray Cheese. Cheese Whiz is wonderful as well. And you'd have to knife it out of the bottom. Oh, right, now, that's cool. I like the sound of that. I'm lactose intolerant. I can't eat any of this shit anyway. So. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, man. Just spray for days. God, well... You could say you could graffiti in cheese. That's true. Yeah? <laughs> I can see I can see I can see the cogs ticking now. Yeah, yeah. Mm, there's a business <laughs> idea in here. <laughs> it's, uh, protest the hero, spray cheese. Yeah. Oh definitely. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. Just yeah. Protest the cheese. Use uh, yeah, use this to protect yeah. Now no there's nothing there. No. There's nothing there. There's no tagline. I mean it was worth a try. It was, wasn't it? I mean my nickname has always been cheese. Really? Yeah. Is there any particular reason for that, or do I really, I really fucking don't want to know? There is I'm... no reason. Ah, let me guess. Yeah. Is it one of these hilarious things where you can't eat cheese, so your nickname is Cheese? No, no, they called me Cheese years and years before I found out I was lactose intolerant. And they were like, oh, it's ironic. I was like, oh, it's coincidental. You know, but it's just, they've always called me Cheese. I can't remember where it came from. That's fucking weird. Yeah. That that is rich. So is everyone in the bank or you cheese then? <laughs> That's they call me cheese or they call me Chody. Right. Okay. Where does that? Chody makes sense because it rhymes with my name. Right. Like a lot of the names that we call each other just it just rhymes. You know, it's called it rhymes. It's different. It's called that. Yeah. And why the fuck not? When you like, you know, you're on a hotel with wheels. Well, it's yeah. not a hotel with wheels. Yes. It's, okay. it's a way of housing human beings in a steel cylinder that moves along roads. There we go. Yeah. They we're kind of like uh, those like ancient whalers at sea, you know? Like, they've said everything they could possibly say to each other. Yeah. So it's like, the only, <laughs> things, yeah, the only things that we ever say to each other are just stupid nonsense. Yeah. It's all just fucking nonsense. Yeah, tour jokes, tour yeah. speak. Yeah, yeah. Speak, exactly. yeah. It gets to a point where you're not actually making any sense to anyone who's not on the tour oh, yeah. but you all know exactly what you're talking about yeah so you sit in that back room for like two minutes and you'll hear guys just going oh does he see does he see or another guy will come in and go oh no see because <laughs> <laughs> it's just like some of the bullshit that is happening down there right now is fucking crazy but it's what, but it's, but it's what we keeps us alive. It's like have you ever seen a, a retired sportsman who says that he misses the money? No. He misses the adulation? No. Yeah. He misses the um, the training? No. He what's he miss? He misses the dressing room. He misses yeah, yeah. the guys. Yeah, he misses the wee banter, as we call it over here. Yeah. The dressing room crack. That's and that's what and that's what touring is. That's that's true. Yeah. I mean, we're only on stage for an hour a day. Yeah, there's 23 other hours. How, how long is your how long is your sound check? Or do you even, do you even bother anymore? I don't even do sound check. Good for you. I mean, I did Sing. one today, but I, like I haven't done it in fucking months. Oh no, man! Sing right sound check. Waste of time. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I do maybe 30 seconds for him because like that's all he needs to be like, okay, it's there, it works. Yeah. You know, then I was like, all right, fuck off. <laughs> and yeah, just those other 23 hours to fill. Yeah. Shit. So that's your that's your life. Just. Yeah. Chilling out, waiting to go on stage, biding my time. Yeah, but you know, like it's like like we said, you know, that's that's what it's all about for you guys. Yeah. You know? And 
now even more so, you just got to live life on the road. It's true. Monday minstrels, travelling, travelling, <laughs> travelling through many countries, spreading joy, bringing yeah. smiles to people's faces through our loots and yeah, yeah, yes, with your with your loots, your branded protest the hero, available the, at the merch stall now. Loots. What is the connection between minstrels and people in blackface? Um, there was a saw, there was a TV program called the Black and White Minstrels. Okay. Um, back in the day, and that was white people blacking blackface. up, yeah, blackface, and they were the black and white minstrels. You had white guys and white guys dressed up and painted as black guys, hence black and white. Get it? Yes. And TV. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And TV. Uh, and TV was black and white. Yeah. It's the black and white minstrels. That's. So that's why the word minstrel has this kind of racist connotation that sometimes comes along with it. Well, Just specifically because of this TV show. I, I would say it's a, a specific, a, a specific um, age group would see it like that. No. Whereas over here, if you call somebody minstrel, you're calling them an 18th yeah. century musician. Yeah. You know, sits in a tree, yeah. drums a loop. You fucking minstrel! <laughs> <laughs> it's not really working, is it? That's kind of sad. Yeah. Who are you calling an 18th century fucking musician? You can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it's not really. Um, it's not really much of an insult. Um, well, we'll see. I'm yeah, gonna, I'm gonna fucking use it. All oh, right, okay, that's up there. Is it? That's going into the bank. Oh, yeah, it's up there with. I, um, tonight, <laughs> tonight, <laughs> right? Tonight on stage, you, <laughs> you fucking minstrel. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. If you do that, yeah, I will. I'll. I will. I. I'll tell you what. I won't. I won't take any cut from the crowdfunding of the cassette. Well, uh, it's happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You've got to call somebody a fucking minstrel. Yeah. My friend Calvin was telling me, uh, he's, he's from London, but he was saying, like, there's a certain, like, level of poshness that you can achieve where you can just choose random words to mean, like, nothing. I mean, like, the example that he gave me was like, okay, so pretend they all went out for, like, drinks and they got just fucked up. And they would say, we got absolutely gazeboed last night. You know, yes. like you can replace words with anything, and people will just in, will pick up the you know the meaning of your shit if you're just posh enough. And I always thought that was funny as shit. Kind of reminds me of that because well, it is. And, uh, well, it's, hey, hey, you know, you got money, do whatever you like. Yeah, yeah. Create your own language. <laughs> Fuck it. It's going to tell you not to. I guess I didn't think of that aspect of it. But it, well, yeah, but it's also um, it, 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 funny enough to let's completely overanalyze this. No. Um, it's it's tour speak. It's like we were talking about tour speak, but people listening, you know, they go away on their weekends away with yeah. with with the lads or to a festival or That's whatever. Right, yeah. By the time you come home, you've got your little catchphrases, inside yeah. jokes, yeah, yeah, inside yeah. jokes, catchphrases. I do a I do a comedy character called Keith Platt, professional Yorkshireman, yeah. and people say, "Oh, where'd you get the inspiration from?" and all that. And it was uh, I, it was a New Year's trip away. There was four of us, and we went into this beautiful. Um, uh, Patisserie or boulangerie or I don't know, whatever the word for bakery is, I can't remember. Yeah. Um, I think it's kind of both. But anyway, we were in there, and the other three were going, "Oh, this is beautiful, isn't it? Oh, wow, this is lovely." And I just put on this gruff old Yorkshire accent and went, "They haven't got any fucking pasties." <laughs> and and they were all like, "Oh, fucking hell, that's really funny." Yeah. So in the next shop we were in, I was just like, "Oh, this is fucking shit." And they were like, oh. 
and, and came up with this character called Uncle Keith, who then yeah. dropped the uncle because that sounded like some old paedophile, and, and became Keith Platt, professional Yorkshireman. And, he, and one of the guys I was away with, we were we, we wrote comedy together. And he was a stand-up as well, so we we wrote we wrote sitcoms, Platt's Life, and, and all sorts of bits and pieces. And then years later, yeah. I. Start, I took him on stage and made him real and it, it became awesome. like the, the thing that I do now. Uh, fucking hell, I, I didn't know where this was going. So yeah, from that tour speak to what people, that my, my entire kind of, at least sort of 50, 60% of the yeah, comedy gigs that I do yeah. are this character. And that all this came... come from a little fucking joke on tour, yeah. Came from a little joke on a weekend away yeah. that developed into what I now do. Wow. That's that's pretty badass. That's come full. Do you know what? I, I think that's we're not going to get a better place to kind of say we've come full circle and yeah. you know it's been it's been awesome. I mean, I, you know, um, you're welcome to all the businessman ideas. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome to uh, just only beer bowl bath and anything yeah, else. Beer bowl bath. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and you calling somebody a fucking menstrual from the stage that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you don't. I am going to shout out, you fucking minstrel. <laughs> All right, if I don't call yeah, someone, yeah, yeah, yeah. you heckle me with the same thing. Yes, I am. Because what I've been telling people to do is, I said the podcast is called Talking Bollocks. What I'm yeah. telling everyone to do, we're trying to subvert gigs and for people to shout out bollocks. And if you're at a gig and you hear someone shout bollocks, you have to shout bollocks back. And then okay. if you hear somebody shout bollocks back, you have to shout out Talking Bollocks. Okay. And apparently this, uh, this has actually happened at a, at a festival oh, really? recently. Yeah, cool. I know. I'm fucking. I love it. That's really good. <laughs> but um, but anyway, look, it's been it's been a fucking pleasure. It's really really cool to meet. Thanks for having Thank me you on the so program. Much. No, it's brilliant. Thank you so much. And um, I'm actually going to get to see you. Cool. Yeah. Nice one. <laughs> So there you go. That was a laugh, wasn't it? Um, uh, totally cool guy. Like I said, we could have gone on and on and on. It was uh, it was really good laugh. Um, and uh, and hopefully some of those business ideas are going to be coming off as well. Uh, now I've got my uh, sham beer. Um, just waiting for the um, waiting for the copyright to come through on that one. And uh, yeah, gonna fucking rock that. Um, so uh, and oh, I've got to tell you as well, like a fucking hero. <laughs> about halfway through the set. Oh, he only called. He only called the audience a bunch of fucking minstrels. Oh yes, and there was just one person laughing very loud, and that was me. It was absolutely classic. He called him a bunch of minstrels, and then said, uh, "and and that's not meant in any kind of racist way." <laughs> it was honestly, it was, um, it was, it was most amusing and an awesome set. Absolutely fucking rocking. Um, very weird actually. A first for me seeing um, seeing an entire band all wearing baseball caps for the entire set. Um, there you go. There's, that, that's it. There's, there's nothing more to that. I've got no opinion. I've got nothing further to offer on that other than that was the state of affairs. Um, so, um, uh, we're coming to the end of the podcast. Um, as usual, thank you, everybody. I, I can't believe it's nearly... It's coming up to three hours. Um, three hours and 20 minutes. This is fucking insane. If this is too long, let me know. If you want me to cut them... If you want them to be shorter, um, let me know if it's too much. I don't know. But yeah, let, let us know. I would be interested to know, genuinely. So um, if there's any chance anybody can be bothered to just text, Facebook, email, whatever, um, that would be really cool. I, I'd like to know what you think. Um and um and uh yeah i've gone for um i've only gone and got um two 
um, tracks for you to listen to. That's right. Normally, at this point in the uh, podcast, I'd be winding up and going straight to a song, but I'm not. I'm. I'm. Um, this is a UK band called Desolator, um, who I know, and I wanted to. Um, I wanted to put a song on the podcast for them, and um, I need to check this out now. I'll tell you straight away, some of you are going to listen and go, oh, fucking hell, the production's terrible, right? This is what everything used to sound like back in the day. These guys have ab- genuinely, genuinely travelled back in time when you listen to this. So some of you, so, those of you who are out there who used to tape trade back in the day, who are used to what demos used to sound like, this is so old school, it is fucking incredible. It's unbelievable that it is so old school. It is so if you if you like modern day productions and all that, you're gonna fucking hate this. This is so it's brilliant. I love it. It is so old school. It starts off almost punky, almost reminding me of sort of DRI, and then it's totally into like Slayer Groove, Creator Groove. It's, it is it is so old school, it is untrue. I know I keep saying that. But the production and everything as well is is very old school. Um, so um, so yeah, it's um, I, I yeah I, I I love it, and they're they're a really really cool um, uh, bunch of guys, and uh, you know they 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 deserve to be um, to be getting an album out, uh, you know, and and they they deserve everything basically. Um, so I said I'd help them out, um, and uh, you know seems only fair, and 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 that by the way. Send in your fucking um, songs and I'll play them. Please do. So tell everybody. Send them in. I'd love to, really would genuinely love to um, to, to get this on here. So anyway, um, uh, this is... Um, uh, oh, fucking... This is Desolator. My apologies. This is Desolator and their track, Accelerator.
So one for one for you old schoolers there. That was fucking great. I love that. Um, so uh, not a lot left to talk to you about. To you, well, nothing left to talk to you about actually. Um, just other than to do my well. Actually, one last thing, which is Facebook's algorithm has changed. Um, if you like bands um, and you want to follow them, you are going to have to go to their page every day and check up on what's going on. Um, Facebook is seriously restricting the amount of people that you can reach by whether you're a band, whether you're a comedian, whatever you are. Um, so you might have liked their page, but that doesn't mean that you're going to see every status and you may and you may miss um, statuses that that interest you so basically what I'm saying is you have to like you have to comment you have to share but and you have to go on that page and check it out please do um, because basically Facebook Facebook um, they've joined the list yeah along with along with Apple excuse me excuse, along with Apple the fucking cunts um, it's just, yeah, basically it's a bait and switch. They're just fucking everybody. Said it'd be free, and they've done it for years for free, and now they're charging for it and fucking us all over. So it is fucking shit. It really is. Anyway, um, also Keith Platt, my comedy character, has a website at last. Or uh, by the time you get, by the time you um, you do this, I will have. Uh, you listen to this, I will have. It's um, keithplatt.co.uk. So go and visit me at keithplatt.co.uk. Send me a message. I'm getting um, shows up there bit by bit. I've only got my January shows up there for now, um, but I will be getting them up there. So you can come um, find me live, hunt me down, and uh, and buy me a beer. Thank you. Um, so um, uh, coming up and next month, it's going to be Volbeat and uh, someone else, another band or another musician. There is a specific band lined up, but as you know, I don't like to to mention it because then I might have to go back on it if it doesn't come off. Um, uh, yeah, Volbeat on the show. Um, uh, don't get excited. Uh, worst interview I've done so far. <laughs> So, um, and it's only 11 minutes, so um, next, <laughs> no, I didn't get thrown out of there, fuck off, um, but um, yeah, the um, uh, so yeah, next month is definitely not going to be three and a half hours, and it is coming up three and a half hours in fucking a very few seconds time, I can't believe it, um, so look, stank, thank for, stank, stank, stank thou, no, thank you, stank, stank you, thank you, thank you, for sticking with me this long. That's what I... There. Thank you for sticking with me. Became stank you. Anyway. Um, thanks. First podcast of the year. Um, it's great to have you guys along. It's going to be a long old gap. It's going to be a month now. Before we speak again. Which uh, hasn't been for a while. All I can say is... Thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. The likes keep coming. The the reviews keep coming. The, but more importantly, the subscribers and the listeners keep coming. Thank you. You make this show what it is. I just go out there and track these people down and jibber-jabber. But you guys are the ones that make this show what it is. Because if no one listened, like I've said before, this would just be mental illness. Yeah? That's it. But you, you enable me to turn this mental illness into a podcast. And for that, I really, really appreciate it. I do. And hopefully you can hear the smile on my face, the smile on my face in my voice. Vase, which was voice, which was voice and face. Fuck me. I am, kill me now. For fuck's sake, I am, I am going to try, I am going to try and actually speak properly for the rest of the year. Speak proper like what I do. Um. I am just, I am going to try and learn to speak proper England 
Um, but please do keep spreading the word. It's fucking great to have you along. Uh, it really is. Enjoy the ride. Hopefully this year is going to be as much fun as last year was. We're going to keep getting bigger and better. Um, and, and who knows, you know, who knows where this is going. I haven't got a fucking clue. Certainly looking at getting, um, I mean, last year we got a real, a real all round kind of look at the business. We had, we had a gem on, who used to be a, a, you know, a label manager. We had Andy on, who's a, um, who's a producer. We had bands. Um, and this year I'm looking to get, um, uh, some friends of mine who crew a lot for bands, get, um, sit down with them, have some chats, also get, uh, more people from the industry, get some journalists on, certainly Malcolm Doan, gonna get some comedians on as well, who, uh, who I know are into metal, and yes, Andrew O'Neill is, is gonna be coming on the podcast, he is one of my mates, so we will be getting him on, so, um, so, yeah, and basically, you know, all sorts, so if you've got any ideas of people to get on, if you've heard somebody's a metaler, and and you know you think oh it might be cool to get them on no matter doesn't matter you know if as, as long as they're interesting I don't you know they don't have to be a celeb they don't have to be anything like that. as long as they're you know if they've fucking climbed Mount Everest that'd be interesting fuck it get them on you know it's just it's cool to talk metal and 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 find out a bit about people so anyway um, that's it it's cool um, it, it's just it's great I love it thank you so much for making this possible. Um, look after yourselves, take care, and um, keep talking bollocks till next time. Now, this is your final track. Your final track of it. I nearly fucking forgot, didn't I? I, ne- I nearly. Did I cover it? I've blown it now. Um, the final track is an exclusive. Well, you'll know this anyway because you'll have read the blurb that comes with the podcast. But if you didn't, this is a surprise. Um, this is The Sanity Days, um, which is uh, the band full of ex Onslaught members who um, formed by Steve Grice and Steve Grimmett, and they got together to just play um, the um, Search Sanity Onslaught album. And then it's grown from there, and now they've actually got an album of uh, original material out. Um, it's called Evil Beyond Belief. It is on Candlelight Records, so they got, the guys there, um, well, Darren, um, bunged me a copy of this and said hey what do you think dude and I said do you mind if I play someone on my podcast and he said no not at all preferably track three Satan's Blood so that's exactly what you're going to get now as you will hear this is not thrash and it's not by any means thrash but there is some juicy eight and a half nine minute songs on there um but what you'll hear is um uh the sanity days and um I, I, you, you check the website everything else um when is the album coming out let's have a look um, uh, funnily enough, there, there isn't actually a ah. Right here we go. The band embraced to enter the studio to record their debut album, uh, which is due out in spring 2014. Right, that's probably not the biog you want to send out with the album. Um, okay, so right, I haven't got a release date on here. Which um, oh, what a cunt! It's right there, right under the fucking title. Release date February the 23rd. So Jesus Christ, you are getting this early, guys. You're getting this early. Your mate Howard has sorted this out for you. This arrived in my inbox this morning. Thanks to Darren at Candlelight. And he said, yeah, fuck it, go for it. So this is a bit of an exclusive for us. This, see you next month, is Sanity Days and Satan's Blood. That sounded awful, didn't it? Satan's Blood, eh? Should we take some of Satan's Blood? All right there, Satan. How are you? Mind if we have some blood? Top man. Okay, right. Okay, let's do a proper metal intro. Let's do it. But I'm going to fucking... Right, I'm going to leave you just to prove my metal creds. Here we go. This is Sanity Days and Satan's Blood.
Thirsty for the devil 